welcome back to episode 53 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings. Back here with my co-host in Point Man. Sir. Malcolm wasn't missed king. <laughs> I just want to go ahead and take a moment real quick to apologize to uh, all the men and women out there. The king was on vacation. I am back. I heard the criticism from Aaron, from Brittany, from Cliff. Last week's episode, I did tune in, but I'm back and I'm ready to defend myself. What's going on, fellas? Shit, another one. A new one. And then we Not- got my nigga, the dot connector in the building. Aaron Spencer. <laughs> Look at that's a Shaq move. That's a that's some that's some Shaq shit. That's Behold, Shaq shit. Either Shaq or, R- or Ricky Bobby. I'm not sure what to do with my hands right now. You thought I was supposed to be doing? He said, "Just just put him just put him down, Ricky." <laughs> but we are here to talk basketball this evening, and um. Why not start it out with a little more comedy? Team USA. 0 and 1 in Tokyo with they first loss to France. What was it? Um, I think it was 83-76, if I remember correctly. I didn't write it down. Israel last night. You said what? Did they beat Israel last night? Did they beat Israel last night? You better, you better they be. better yeah. have beat Israel now. You have to go to war at that point. <laughs> no, right? The Americans are weak. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> okay, I'm glad they recovered. Yeah, I think it was 73 to 86. Or no, 83 to 76, if I'm remembering correctly. But the only thing that I felt about that game is Drew Holiday had the high with 18 points, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Now listen, listen. Damian Lillard had had eleven, shooting three for ten. Booker had four, shooting one for six. And KD had ten, shooting four for twelve. Niggas done gave up, man. At this point, I think they, I think they I think they satisfied with the fact that they probably not gonna get gold. I mean, this this is the this is the first game of the actual shit, and y'all and y'all lost that. We can excuse the exhibition, but right now you got you full strength supposedly. So you think that so that was actually about to be my next question. Well, before I led there to that, I just wanted to point out that they big three Lillard, Booker, and Durant all together did not add up to Evan Fournier's twenty eight, shooting eleven for twenty two, and he hit the game winner. Not the game winner, but you know the the pull away three. The game. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't listen. I don't get it. I don't get it at this point. I'm wondering. I, I'm honestly wondering if they medal at all. If they don't, I'm I'm gonna put that Israeli shit to everybody. Like if America loses in basketball, we don't even medal. Something's wrong over here right now, man. Some oh, you mean as a whole, like as, as a whole, whole, the whole, the whole <laughs> country's fucked up. I'm saying though, you do because people know Kevin Durant is is second best player, first, you know, however you want to look at it, one of the best players right. to play. Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, 
they should be washing niggas, but you lost and to Evan Fournier and Rudy yeah. Gobert and uh, who else on that goddamn team? That's uh, really it. I think Evan Fournier, Rudy Gobert. That's I, somebody else I feel like. Big names. They know Composo, is it? Uh, 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 it's, it's somebody. Composo's on Spain. Oh, okay. I forget who it is, but there's there's a third person on that team. And I'm sorry for forgetting. Nicholas Batum. Oh no, Composo's on Australia. You said you said you said Nicholas Batum. If you don't talk about it with that bullshit, I said Batum. That's who it was. I forgot his pronounced Batum. That's exactly who it was. <laughs> Batum. Does he play for the Clippers? Right. <laughs> I think it said Batum. 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 That was like some old school shit. I'm looking for Nicholas Batum. <laughs> and uh, Frank, I can't say his last Nicola name. Tina, Nicola, Lily, Nicola, uh-huh. Nicola Y'all Tina. got it. Y'all got Lily it. Kiki. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Nilakina. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I don't know. I, listen, he's been on the bench for so long. I don't know if he still got it, but. He got energy. That's not, yeah, he always has energy. It's just not, a, it's not a good enough team to beat USA. And like I said from the jump, I don't think this is a good team for the simple fact that I feel like everybody, like everybody on the team's an ISO player for real. Everybody on the team is an ISO player. If everybody's an ISO player, then when are we ever going to play team ball? Mm. I heard they don't like, I heard they ain't fucking with Popovich either. Mm-hmm. Well, and that makes sense, right? Because Popovich preaches team ball. Damn. And if you don't have nobody on the team on some team ball shit, then of course you wouldn't like the way Popovich is coaching. So I, I'm actually, I'm questioning if we place it all, honestly. I'm thinking if, I feel like we're fighting for second or third at the moment. I don't even know who to, you know what I mean? Because we already lost in the exhibitions. Right. I mean, you got Australia, Spain. I said uh-huh. I think Australia is the hot hand this year right now. France obviously came out there and showed their worthy. You know, but hold right. on, don't, don't sleep, don't sleep on Lucas team. Do y'all hear about what Luca? Yeah, Lucas doing? Yeah, hey, Lucas, you no, know, Lucas doing that by himself. And, and he's right. If he right. does, was it Slovenia? Yeah, that's where, the first time. From? That's if the they first fuck time. around and get gold, man, they gonna be man. Don't sleep he's on him. Feel like he got big nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he's feeling himself. He's on a he's on a premier cover two K twenty two. He's a young hot, you know, young hot player in the league. Teams for uh, country's first year being in the Olympics. Yeah, you got to watch out for Slovenia because Luka's been doing his thing. He's been balling. I mean, didn't, uh, what's the name? He, isn't uh, Antetokounmpo playing for Greece? Is he? I believe so. Let me see. It's, and if it's, he might be playing with his brothers too. Right. That's what I was going to want. Uh, let me see the Greece men's basketball team lineup. I'm saying it's like a, it's a toss up. It's not just no easy road to, to go like, you know, it was. Giannis is supposed to be on there. Giannis, his brother Thanus, the one that plays with them, the Thanus, or however you say it. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about. I don't know. I don't That's know. His, yeah. older, his older brother played with him, and his younger brother played for uh, uh, the Kustov. 
Kustoff. The Lakers. Costas. Uh-huh. Yeah, he plays for the Lakers. Yeah, plays for the Lakers. Is he on there too? Yeah. I would imagine. No. He's not? <laughs> nope. Now look at the roster. No, they don't got him on there. Mm-hmm. Let me double check. I'm on G. Make the team. Right. That's some, that's some LeBron shit. Giannis, his other brother. Yeah, I'm looking through the roster. Nope. It is no... Costas, he got, I don't know. He got five brothers. He got four brothers. Yeah, there's a couple. There's like what? At least what? Four or five of them? There, there's five total. Damn. One is like, you can tell he's the oldest because he's probably about six one, six two. Right. He's like the short you know? one, ain't he? Yeah, he's the first one. Yeah. Then you got all you know, I think I think Giannis is the middle one. Uh one of them is older than him. I think the other two is younger than him. I think one yeah. is still in college. Right. There one is one like Dayton or something like that. There's one coming up. Uh, I'm about to look him up. I'll yeah, one is in college or coming out of college. I think you played for Dayton. You got who? So actually, actually, there's four of them. Yon- Aaron, there's Giannis's there's, brother. There's, there's, there's five. There's five total. This is right. Oh, Google's. I don't know why Google's only listing four. They're listing Alex, Francis, Costas, and Danis. Oh, this. My bad. You're right. Yeah. Giannis, is, Giannis is at the top to where they didn't have him in the category. Yeah, Giannis and his four brothers. <laughs> That's right, that's band, how they got that's it. That's the band name sound like. <laughs> Giannis and the Four Brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you damn right. You right. Yeah, there's five of them. Damn. Uh, yeah, I thought, did we talk about? I thought we talked about that a while ago. Perhaps. I, I'm, think, um, I'm, I'm sure we. I know we touched on it. Uh, Alex is a Greek professional basketball player. He seems to be the youngest. He, he's 19. Oh, okay, so he must have came out of college and went overseas. I know he had yeah. one that was like fresh in college or coming out of college. Yes, they man, but yeah, it's only the, out of the five. It's only two of them on the on the Greece basketball team. Well, shit, I'm just saying it's not going to be an easy run for USA regardless. And then playing the way you playing, letting Evan Fournier show up your whole team. That's tough. Like I don't, I don't. I feel like if they're if they're lucky, they get silver. Right. But I don't see him getting gold. Coach what K would score? never let this happen. What was the score to Israel game, Mike? Uh, Mal, can you look it up for me if you? Yeah, it was a blowout. Um, I, I would ima- I would imagine. It was. Ain't nobody from Israel in the league, bro. I don't know if there is. I don't know. One. That. No, actually, they they beat Iran. Mm. Oh, Iran. Okay, it was one or two. One twenty to sixty-six. Okay. That was a bully beatdown. Right. <laughs> I mean, who they got in the NBA on their team? Nobody. All right, so this is the team we're gonna go up by sixty. You know what? You're that right. They should have been doing that the whole time, but man, look that that was a bully game. You run, you want a hundred and some hundred and twenty to like, what did you say, hundred twenty to sixty-six? Yeah, I mean that's the, that's the first win. I just feel that's like the first win. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the first win in Tokyo. Yeah, I just feel like, of course, first and foremost, Iran's not going to be a good barometer as to how far they could go. Secondly, I question, not really question, as in doubt, but I'm questioning. Is that enough to boost their confidence going into the you know rest of the season? Especially, I think you need something. You need something, my nigga. You need better something. Not. Yeah. That's a gimme, though. 
sometimes right. sometimes you sometimes you lose a fight at school and you go home and you beat up your little brother you, <laughs> <laughs> you need a win today <laughs> i need a win tomorrow <laughs> you are stupid as hell for that listen that is that what they did while i ran that's what it looks like listen let yeah. uh the usa find out iran little brother that's iraq as as cliff would say that was a that was a tune-up game or a tune-up fight when you talk about yeah, no definitely that was definitely a tune-up fight now that's iraq that's uh uh usa's little brother mm-hmm. um yeah, that was that was a blowout I don't know. Do you know who they got next? Do they? Uh, does it say on that what um, you're looking at the score on? Let me see. Cause I'm listen. I'm gonna keep track. I'm gonna keep my eye on them, and we gonna see how that goes. But yeah, I'm thinking on on some uh, on some lucky. I won't even say lucky, but playing good ball for the rest of the season. They'll probably snatch that silver. They don't even say. Don't even tell me who they would have next. I'm looking. I'm just looking here. Now I lied. It says U.S. USA versus Czech Republic this Saturday. That's probably another one they can get off. Hey, they get these yeah, in these scrimmages and shit. Get these scrimmages in. I don't know nobody from the Czech Republic that's out there balling. Nah, I don't either. In uh, France, I mean, would have been a top. I would say five team. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just coming out the gate. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, you gotta be able to come out the gates when you USA. I was listening to the Flagrant Two podcast today. Shout out Andrew Schultz and them. And uh, they was saying, I can't remember who said it on the podcast, but they was basically saying that they feel like if the USA doesn't get gold, they don't have a right to call themselves champions of the world. That's that's the whole point of calling somebody. Oh, you talking about the NBA? Right. Um, like the NBA can no longer call themselves. Well, that's kind of harsh things how there's so many foreign people that do play and impact the NBA. Well, that's right. But at the I same mean, time, the winner, the winner, the winner and MVP of the last championship of the world is from Greece. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's 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 a Greek. They and might have to. I doubt they would never change it from national, but I'm saying like, because they not have to. But the world champion, that's what it is, though. The world champion. Right. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. When you can recruit players just because you got the strongest league. But if you get beat in the Olympics, are you really the world champion? Well, if you want to look at like soccer, it's the same thing. You, you look think? at the, the best, the best the best leagues, I don't, I don't know what the best soccer league is. Let me say that. It's like, it's either the Euro League, La Liga, or some other shit, right? It's, yeah, your, bet, your, your guess is as good as mine. But yeah, it's not like you think of people from their countries. They're going around the world and be like, hey, you from, from Africa or Nigeria, you from America, you from Canada, all this, let's make a team and make it work. It's a bunch of different cultures on one team. But isn't that different? from the World Cup? It is different from the World Cup. Yeah, but when they do the World Cup, so Brazil, right? Remember Brazil was like supposed to be the best team. Right. Then they got whooped. Right. 
by friends. It was friends from Italy, one or two, but they got like embarrassed, embarrassed by friends. You know what I'm, and what I'm trying to say is that Brazil has some good players. It doesn't mean they have the best players in the world, right? Right. So when it comes to the Euro League, which is I think is the the league where like Messi's making six hundred and some million dollars, it's got to be the biggest one. There's a different. He's from Argentina. He's not from Europe. He's from Argentina. You know what I'm trying to say? He's from South America. Right. He's playing the Euro League and he's getting paid six hundred million dollars. They pick the best players around the world. The NBA does that now, right? So you can only say that the players that are on the NBA teams are the best players in the world. Right, that, because you have the best league. Yes. But does that make you world champion? Yeah. If you have the best players in the world playing in your league. But if you take the best players from that league who just so happen to be from the United States, which is the location of the NBA. Right. You know, we had the dream team. The dream team was that league that was supposed to be all Americans, except for Kim Olajuwon. All Americans that came out and just, you know, tear up the whole whole world. But now you have everybody from the whole world playing in that same league being just as good. So you have a Giannis who's in Greece. You have a Luke who's in... Listen, I don't uh, know, man. I, I mean, I, agree. I do agree. I definitely agree that the best competition is in the United States. But I, I do, I have always thought that that was arrogant to say as opposed to NBA champions. Because honestly, if NBA is the best league, then by saying I'm an NBA champion, then you can connect the dots to world champion. But to say world champion, but you don't win on the world stage is kind of... Regardless, regardless of who plays in the league, you know what I mean? Regardless of who's sitting out. Because like everybody, like well, like you just said, Kevin Durant's considered one, two top players in the league. In the world. Well, that, what I mean, right. In the world. Then, like you said, Damian Lillard. Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday. No, those, not- are all, those are all American players, American-born players that play in the league that was founded yeah. in America. But however, same- go ahead, Aaron. However, the league has grown by expanding itself worldwide. So you have teams outside of America. You only have like maybe one team now. I think it's just Toronto, mm-hmm. right? But they, I think they're thinking about getting a team in Mexico. Which you know, whatever that happens, cool. What I'm trying to say is that this is a league where if you feel like you're the best in the world, whatever country you're in, you got to come to the NBA and prove that. Do, do we all agree on that? Yeah, I, I agree. agree. I agree. I agree. But, I mean, that that's, a, that's, not, a, that's not a good argument when <clears throat> you look at somebody like Luka Doncic that played in the Euro League for fifty uh, since he was fifteen years old and comes to the league and does the same shit. You know what I mean? It, it, that I mean that could be, but also to the world's eye, it makes people think like, well, maybe there's other people in the Euro League that could do that as well that they're passing on. Well, my my answer to that would be, what if we had our sixteen and fifteen year old studs? In America, playing professional basketball from 15, 16, where they had the same progression as Luka Doncic. Because Luka Doncic had the opportunity to play professional basketball at a very young age. 
We don't do that here. I don't so think if you're 14, if you're 14, 15 years old and you're at the peak or whatever, I understand what you you're saying. You get to play with grown men. Like Luka Doncic wouldn't have been that good if he started playing professional basketball when he was 18, 19. I don't think Luka Doncic would have been uh what's going on, Mama Malk? I don't think Luka Doncic would have been that good if he came up playing American basketball. Probably not. I think what makes Luka Doncic great is the fact that we haven't seen that style of play in the NBA, really. He's taken all the best attributes of Euroball and brought it to the NBA to show motherfuckers, you don't got to be the fastest if you're good on your technique. And I shit y'all on technique. So what I'm saying is if he learned that from the EuroLeague, then how many other players are technically more sound than our American players. And this is all from the world's view. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not saying necessarily people in the United States feel this way. I'm sure there are a couple people that are slipping by, you know, aren't marketing correctly, don't have the best agent, and they're not getting the right playing time at the right position that could play in the NBA, but it's just not panning out for them. I'm sure there's a few of them like that. But I'm sure there's only one Doncic, but I don't think he would have been the same caliber of player coming up playing American-style basketball because you're not as athletic. Here's, here's what I'm saying. And the athleticism thing is, is, is good to bring up. So when you're 14 and 15 and you're in a league full of grown men who are fully developed, what do you rely on? Your fundamentals. Uh-huh. That's where you learn. You build off of that. So even if you don't become somebody like that, by the time you're 18, 19, you've played four years of, of sharpening your fundamentals. So if you take a, if you take a, uh, so uh, number one, Kay Cunningham or Jalen Green or whatever, and you put them in an NBA situation at 14, 15 years old, you don't think their skills sharpen faster? No, you know, no, they get more cute? no, no, no. They, they would sharpen faster, yes, because they would have all day to figure out that game as opposed to going to school and doing all that at the same time i do agree there but my whole thing is the reason why i say no is because our american style of basketball is modeled off of athleticism period that's how we model our game currently off of athleticism that's why you see less about gabe cup and more about mikey williams you know what i mean so what I'm getting at, wait, what I'm getting at is when you put somebody who's 14, 15 in a situation where you're playing with athletes, then what I feel like what that does is that pushes you to be more athletic, which could lead to injury at an earlier age. I got I got one argument with that. My one argument is when you look at the league and who are who's coming up, it's the smaller guys. Who may not know? Dame Dame Lillard is athletic. Okay, he's athletic, but he's learned that he's really small, so he has to shoot well. Right. Steph Curry the same way. Trey Young the same way. Mm. They're all have they all have a model game like Luca, but Luca had a chance to. He's a little bit bigger too. He had, a, he had a chance at a younger age to to fundamentally fundamentally build that to figure out what Where, works and what doesn't. Whereas if you're Trey Young, you get to the league and you're still six foot six one you have to figure out okay i have to develop if you put trey on the league when he's 15 he's like isaiah thomas out there figuring shit out 
he's probably doing it at five nine. When he gets to 18, 19 years old. Nah, and that's another reason why nah, because like you said, at 14, 15, when we're we're basing American ball off of athleticism, that man's not gonna see PT. That's that's and, and all right, so Europe, right? So you're you're going with Europe on Europe this doesn't Europe, have a, a yeah, G League. So Europe doesn't have it. Europe has a but Europe has an opportunity for somebody to make a team, whether you're athletic or not. You let the coach decide, and then you get to play with that team at a young age. And all I'm saying is people were questioning whether LeBron would be able to do that as an 18-year-old. And we're talking about, listen, we're talking about one in millions. We can't, we in this style of basketball, I cannot see regardless of talent, a 15-year-old child step out on that court and get PT. It's just not going to happen. I don't care how good you are. You're still immature. That's, and that's that's the problem. You're still because, underdeveloped. Because you're you're thinking from the athletic standpoint, whereas overseas are thinking of, let's grow this young man. That's what I'm, that's what it, I'm let's saying. Let's put it in the fire. So if America did the same thing, you would get the same result, is all I'm trying to say. If we took these kids and did the same thing you did with Luca. We had him playing against 25, 30 year old men in a professional league where he has to make money, be responsible about going to practice and all those you know things. What? You know why I don't really agree with that? Again, well, another reason why I don't, because yeah, I made it very clear I don't agree, but another reason is that, you know, they got those camps in China where all oh. the motherfuckers do is play basketball or play this or play ping pong or whatever, and that's what they're devoted to. And you don't see Chinese motherfuckers coming in. We can't play that. They're China's, not tall China, enough. You can't, put China in this. you can't put China in this. China is a, is, a, is a communist place where you better come or we're going to kidnap you. It's not what a choice. Mean? Wait, what you mean? Better come like in what? China, in, China, in China, it's not a choice. It's not a choice, right? Right. It's a communist place. You said they have camps where you. this is the only thing you do. Uh-huh. It's not a choice, Right. It's not a choice. But what that when we talk about what well, all right, so what I'm trying to say as far as China's concerned, when you talk when you talk about something like that, these people are going to do that and they might not necessarily want to do it, but the implications so of them not doing it is heavy, right? Whereas in America, you could quit. If you play when you're 14, 15, you go to the NBA and you quit, you can quit. That would that well 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 two two uh arguments to that one i i definitely understand what you're saying i definitely understand the point you're making but what i also say is we know that the next biggest fan of the nba is china mm-hmm. that's where the next most views come from in the that's nba the population man well what i'm saying regardless is it's still a popular sport there so out of those kids that do get forced into that camp, we can't say that there's not 40% of them that actually want to be there. Out of that 40%, we can't say that there's not 20% of them that aren't athletically built to be able to. So my next question is, why don't you see more Jeremy Lins? Where are the Yao Mings? Where are all those people if, if, Devoting all your time to basketball is that key to success. I don't see, I don't see that. I don't see, well, the, the percentage that you come up with, 
I'm me, just throwing them out, of course. But I feel saying. like those are safe. Well, so what I'm trying to say is, so when you think of when you think about Chinese basketball, I think of a Stephon Marbury that goes over there and becomes a legend. He becomes mm. a, a, a hero. Right. He changes the game over there. Has movies and, and shit. Right. Right. China's not all that concerned with basketball like you think they are. Just because they have so many people there and there's a lot of people in camps. I'm sure it's it doesn't a fair mean statement. they're concerned about basketball like that. I'm sure it's fair. Like, so what I'm trying to say is that there might be more Jerry, but, but Jeremy Lin is like, he really wanted it. There's a lot of people in China where if they really wanted it, they can get it. There's not, the population is there. There's a There's five more times well, people guess- in China, in America, there's five more times. Right. So I guess what I'm getting at is you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right there. I will say correct. What I guess I'm getting at is the opportunities there as well. You know what I mean? If you're a young boy and you want to be a basketball player in China and you're of a, a certain build, they'll take you into that camp. If you have talent, they'll take you in. So my thing is, where are what are they doing? Are they chewing them up and spitting them out? Are it's they like, grinding it's them like Rocky up? And- Four. It's like Rocky Four. Where with Drago, whatever. What's yeah, the dude's right. name for Rocky Four? The Russian guy. Yeah, that was Drago. Right? Uh-huh. So they they do everything they think will make them a great player, mm-hmm. which will but will make them a greater player if they send them to a better league like the NBA at a young age and let them learn the high-paced athletic game, as you say. But once again, you don't get in. Even if they send them over at 15, they don't get in until they're, that's, what, 21? Well, that, that's, that's the beauty of the G League and why they're letting kids play out of college in the G League. That's right, the beauty right. of it. You're but getting other places these kids. don't have that. But think about though. You're getting these kids. America's just now realizing if we get these kids, look, some of the best players who ever played in the game came straight out of high school. Right. That's agree. Right. So imagine if those players just that came straight out of high school. Imagine if Kobe had two more years when he was 15 and 16 in the NBA. He would be that much better. That's me. LeBron, LeBron James. If LeBron James, Kevin Garnett, um, uh, like uh, Mar like think, think about Gerald Green. Think about Gerald Green. Gerald Green was raw athleticism. If they could teach that at 4, 15, 14, 15 years old. He had been a great NBA player, but all he had was athleticism. And the college and high school let him get along. Well, not college. He came straight out of high school. They let him get away with that because he was so much more athletic than everybody. What if you're in a league where everybody's just as athletic as you? You got to learn different parts of the game. You got to learn your dribble. You got to learn your jump shot early. That I agree with. I agree with That's that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, America's just getting to that point where they're like, look, these foreign niggas got us because they keep putting these kids in at an earlier age in more difficult situations. With that being said, Mock Money, uh, I need you to look up China's record in Tokyo so far. Okay, let me see. Who's, who's on their team? I only know one dude on Japan. Right. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> Hachimura. Please look up there. Yeah, uh, Rio ha- Ryu, Rui Hachimura. Uh-huh. I, listen, I've been Maybe telling y'all about Hachi. Y'all know damn well that probably none of us can pronounce these names without listen. Oh, I don't need the names. I just want to know the record. The record. Oh, okay. Yeah, only like one game. I'm over here like... Well, two, I guess, right? right? If USA no, got two. two. But, you know, I mean, yeah, those are fair statements. I just don't think anybody at the age of 16 
is getting any minutes other than five in the fourth quarter Ooh, if y'all are getting blowing the team out. But you but you're then you would be the person who would have denied Luka Doncic his his chance at a pro basketball chance. Because he came in at, at 14, 15. Well, that, a, that's situational though, but we're talking about the NBA. If you're yes. talking about somebody who's that good. You're telling They're me Luka Doncic two. is one of the greatest right. ever doing. But we're not saying that Luka Doncic at 15 was good enough to be in the NBA. He was good enough to be in a pro situation. So he could right. be in the G League. There, there. Uh, I'm, I, I, I understand what you're saying. That. In the G League, yes, I get that. In the G League, but I feel like... But talent is talent, though, man. If but I feel, like we're missing good, my, I feel like we're missing my point because them him at 15 over there learning the fundamentals... That's not different than the G League, man. You see what's happening. You see what's happening in national basketball. It's not much different than the G League. If our G as League players... Our G League players are G League players. They're not fit enough to be in the NBA. That to be brought down and developed, right? Right. We now have currently high-level NBA players playing overseas against overseas professional players, and they're not matching up, right? So Luka right. coming over here in the G League wouldn't have been no sweat for him. It probably would have been good for him as far as athleticism and coming over here and learn the plays. Well, that's besides learning the language and all that shit. But as far as him learning the game from an NBA perspective, that's the best move for him. Now, if we say, uh, where's he from, Latvia? Yeah. Latvia? If you're saying that's the best professional situation for him, that's good. But we all see what he ended up being. That's not wholly because of Latvia. It's, it's because of skill, right? So you bring him over to the NBA. You, you, you teach that at a younger age, and he becomes better at the age he is right now. So, That's where I'm at. So last question, and then, you know, we'll move on. Do you think that's a correlation as to why the um, Team USA shit in the bed currently? Should do one now? I said, do you think that's a cor correlation as to why Team USA shit in the bed currently? You said shit in the bed? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying. I didn't get that last part. I was like, shit in the bed. Um, <laughs> basically, because they underestimate. The competition over they they're underestimating their opponent that's where i'm at i think they go out there and they think oh they just got rudy such and such i don't know these other guys but these other guys have been playing since they were 14 15 years old in the professional league and they're ready for that i agree somewhat but the, it's also like different rules they're not that different they're not that different it didn't matter before them different rules didn't matter before well, that's what i'm saying so do you that's what I'm saying, though. Do you think that the 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 rule change, the style of play, is also affecting the current USA team? Because we have teams from other countries that are playing that style of basketball better than we are currently. I mean, to me, it's like playing spades, ace high, or joker, joker, deuce, deuce. It's except, the same except. Game. Uh, I can smack your cards out of your hand if you uh, don't hit the table first. They don't count. Now, I'm not... Are you talking it's about the kind of thing? Anything on the rim can be taken okay. off. But that's one That's one rule. But, there, I mean, the closer three, all that. We're, what I'm saying is the rest of the world plays that style of basketball, that style specifically. We're the only ones that play our style of basketball and it's ironic that we're struggling 
when we put our players, our best players currently, on that court. I think that's I think that's an excuse. I, I think that's like I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it being an excuse. I feel like you should still be able it. to pull it out, but something's clearly happening. And like, like I said, I know it's a all ISO team. I get that. And I said they were gonna struggle with that from the jump before they started it. Now that they're in it, do you think that's the only reason that they're struggling, or could it be the uh adaptation to this style of basketball? Like you said, so you said they're playing an ISO, an ISO heavy type of basketball. No, I didn't say they're playing. Well, yeah, I guess they are somewhat playing that too. I'm just saying every player on the team is an ISO player. So they're playing more ISO driven basketball. Right. They're learning that's not going to work. You play that type of basketball when you have no respect for your opponent. That's me. If you have no respect for your opponent, it's like, all right, give me the ball. I'm going to take this dude to the basket. Or you just know you're the best. Or you just know I'm I'm better than him in front of me. If if I'm Zach Levine, I think I'm better than 90% of the people I'm coming up against in the world, uh, in uh, the Olympics. That's how I feel. Why? Maybe just because you play in the NBA? Yes. It's it's, it's definitely an ego thing. It's definitely an ego thing. That's what I'm saying. They're they're underestimating. It's a... It's yeah. a Mike Tyson against Buster Douglas thing. Okay. I'm not going to train. I'm going to take pictures and shit. I'm not going to figure in how much they've been training for this. If that makes sense. Okay, so you're you're attesting it to a, some a lack of training on. I'm going. I'm going to come after a whole basketball championship run and think I'm going to dominate. Right, like it's it's the 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 respect level has to be higher for NBA, not the NBA for for America to win a gold or a silver, right? Well, you have to have a more respect level for your opponent. Otherwise, you're going to get trashed like you've been getting trashed. I feel like that's in general. I feel like that's why that's the whole reason why the the whole, I won't call it an argument, the debate started is because, like I said, I believe Luka Doncic is excelling because we're not used to seeing that style of basketball. And since he's been playing that style since he was 15, he has mastered what we've never seen. It's almost like the first person to throw an alley-oop and we're like, oh, what was that? We didn't know you could do that. We can do that too. Now, later on, you're going to see players adapt in the NBA to that style of ball. Like you said the last episode or episode before that, Luca has a clear and outright leadership position on that team. Right, correct. That's why he's having so much success. People understand that the game revolves around Luca, then it's everybody else. On the on the on the on the U.S. Olympic team, there's so much egos that they don't have the time to be like, okay, look, if we're gonna beat these guys, we have to change the way we play. It's not like they're not good enough; they're damn sure good enough. I'm just saying that, like, the way they're playing, they're playing like they don't have no respect for France. You don't have no respect for Australia. You don't have no respect for, uh, uh, well, let's be honest, though. Nigeria. Nigeria right. We don't, we don't have our best. We, I don't, we don't have our best talent on the USA team. I don't it's think not that's an, an excuse. It's not, it's not an excuse. It's, it just speaks. This is why they call Americans selfish. Because other players from other country, if they know they're great and they're able to play, they're going to represent their country and they're going to want to win and take Paul Gasol's playing into his 50s. See, thank you. 
So LeBron, Steph, I mean, the list goes on. All the other guys that should be playing that aren't playing. And that was an exaggeration just, for anybody listening. I was just exaggerating, but you, you know what I mean? You, y'all, no offense, y'all are selfish. I understand y'all, y'all want somewhat of a formidable break from basketball from the season. But at the end of the day, these Lucas and other players from other countries, they don't care about no break. They're representing their country. It's funny you said that because on that same Flagrant 2 podcast, they started throwing out like wild shit. Like, well, what if whoever won the Olympics? And this is, of course, far-fetched, but they were just, you know, throwing out shit. And they was like, well, what if whoever won the Olympics basketball gold Move to the standard dollar. Uh, that I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Now we're talking about economics, right? But I'm saying like, like if you knew that Britain could beat you and move to the standard dollar, which would mean our dollar would then be sixty cents. Oh, that means LeBron and Steph and everybody's going to come oh. up off that bench. To step oh, yeah. into that game, so they make sure USA wins. Put more on the line. Put yeah, more we're on the like line. Jamaica, we gotta pay a hundred dollars for a team. Something, and I'm saying that's 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 a that's a dumb example. And of course, I'm not take saying that their conversation was dumb because they were just throwing shit off the wall. But putting an incentive on this in some way, shape, or form. I feel has to be put in place because of what Malcolm said. It's not even the um, arrogance, it's the greed as well. Why do I need the glory of winning the gold when I have all the money and all the rings here and we already call our rings world championships? Right. I mean, you you could start bringing up that Russia shit now as far as like the hockey. Because when when the, when the United States beat Russia in hockey, it wasn't just about hockey. It right. wasn't just about hockey. Right, it, was, right. it was something else. It was like y'all have just the thing that y'all used to be proud of and hold strong is starting to crack. Right. What else is cracking? What else is going wrong? And then after that, the Berlin Wall comes down or whatever. Mm. However you want to put that timeline time or wherever you want to put that. I know what you mean, though. But so Berlin's in Germany, though. Huh? Berlin's in yeah. Germany. Yeah, but that but the wall the wall represents right. where I know what you meant though. This that's that's where the line was. We're not finna get in that. Right, shit. I got what you. What I'm talking about. Well, so what, what, what I'm trying to say is is that when people see what the world would call America's best foot forward put forth and not produce and actually get embarrassed in some cases, you know, it starts to bring up other questions. Right. Outside of at, basketball. Yeah, so if you start looking at the Olympics as a whole, China's right behind us, just in medals, but they're always right behind us. But some people think different about that. So I'm not gonna try to put too much politics into it, but I know there is that that factor of if you're a Nigerian team, like, oh, we beat American basketball. Right. What else can we beat me? Right. But I mean I don't I don't care though. That's like that's like that's like the Floyd Logan Paul fight, right? You went in knowing you was going to lose. So if you land a few punches, that's a win in a lot of people's book. Right. So the fact that you got the win, I don't care if it was an exhibition win. I don't care what it was. The fact that you can say you beat America's 2020 Olympic team, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. 
2020. Because it's right, because right, it's not like we have football. You know what I mean? It's not like we have something that America would dominate in. You expect that, that to be basketball. Do we compete in rugby? Yeah, I think I we do. So. I did think we, but we would. I don't think we would be the best in that. That's what I'm saying. I think I think that's one of those things where it's like, like cricket. Well, like each country has that sport where they kind of right. Whereas them, yeah, I don't like, think right we're rugby. I think that would be more Britain, Russia, Australia, New Australia, Zealand, and, right? All them. And be, right. Care- yeah. be careful, Cliff. I don't know if we dominate in football too, because if you got if they treat it the same way uh, in the NFL that they're doing with the NBA, let's say you got the Derek Cars. Being your team USA quarterback, <laughs> and you got right. you know what I'm saying. Instead of the you know Brady's what I mean? The Aaron Rodgers, right? Be right. right. Be You're real. Right. They gonna play. They gonna play Cliff. No, but I guess what probably I'm not. At is when you call yourself the champions of the world because of the association you play in, you should be able to use your six men. We're gonna send all our six men into the uh, Olympic Games, and they should be able to do the same thing. That everybody else is doing because you're the champs of the world, right? So that means that the other places aren't on your level, right? That's what you're saying, right? But it doesn't seem to be looking that way currently. And I'm not yeah. saying that we don't have the most exciting brand of basketball. I'm just saying we don't have the most efficient, factually. Factually. If you're an American and you played on the all you played in the All Star game and you're not hurt or injured, you should have been required to be on the Olympic team. Well, that's AKA the thing. you can't really require anything. But I mean, at, at some point, the Olympics stood for something where it meant service of country, right? Because yeah. before the Olympics was a way to show, like Aaron said, it's 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 about it. It stands for more than just the game. Like when. USA beat Russia in the Olympics that stood for more than just the game so when you see all of these patriots not New England but people veterans serving for you dying for your country that was your way as an athlete that received so much from the people that are entertained by you to give back and show you care about your country as much light bulb just came on now wait, what is- I'm sorry before you say that with that being said is this a way of people saying country doesn't care about me? I don't really care about them too much. Dot connector. That's what you that's what about I was to getting say? ready. That's about to say. What if we're pulling a Colin Kaepernick with some of these athletes, like the LeBrons and Steph Curry's? Like I'm playing a dangerous game, my friend. Playing a dangerous game. Because but here's what I'm saying. It's one thing to have a, a a family dispute, but it's another thing to let you know that your family is weak. Right. That's mm. that's that's two different things. Right. Right. You can have a dispute within your family, but our family's still strong. You can't come through these doors. This is everybody. Right. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. But if you find out the family is weak, then you can start picking people out. Well, let me talk to him and get him off there and mm-hmm. then the third. So if you start doing that's you know, that's the danger part of it. If you want to be like, man, I don't fuck with this country too much, you still you still a part of this country. Right. And if you want to display that in the Olympics, I think you display that. Well, I don't know how you display it. Let me let me let me stop there. But uh, no, you display it the same way uh, 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 Jesse uh, Robinson did. And, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yes, that's Jesse what I'm saying. Owens. Er, Jesse Owens. I was about to say. I was wouldn't thinking Jackie Robinson. And wouldn't be a show. Wouldn't be a show. get that. But you don't. But you. But you don't. <laughs> and uh, you don't, that's not the dude let, I was thinking of, though. It's the other dude. The main. I don't know dude. What you talking about? The, uh, what I'm trying to say not is you Jesse don't. Jesse Owens, the dude that hmm. actually did the shit, and Jesse Owens got credit. 
Mm. What the fuck? I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the 1970s. Right. But it was the other her. dude that got, yeah. he got uh, the divorce and uh, he got, uh, they like blackballed him and all that shit when he went back <laughs> home. Like Jesse Owens turned into a, a, a celebrity. Jesse Owens, let's be all in. I think Jesse Owens is a dude from the 30s who played with Ohio State who broke the, the long jump record. I don't well, there's think multiples. Nah, I think. Je- yeah, but, but Jesse Owens was from the 30s. You're talking about the dude from the 70s. I don't remember his name. Trackstar. I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Trackstar. Yeah, he was a track star, but it wasn't Jesse Owens. Let me see. Jesse right. Owens was the one that was that was the 30s. That was the 30s boy right there. Um I remember, you know, grew up I in Ohio. What I say, Jesse Jackson. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. It was Jesse Robinson. That's it. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't Jesse Owens. It might be Jesse Robinson. Jesse Owens was a yes, was a track it star. Is. It's the person yeah, but in the thirties, in the thirties, he was right, born in nineteen thirteen. Right. No, yeah. this what I'm yeah, speaking of. 30. What I'm speaking of wasn't the. It was the the Seven, uh, Hitler shit. Okay, we talking about. Uh, so what? What did he do? That was the. Uh, mm. He still competed. Right, right. But I, I'm talking about how. On the the when he went on the stage and they won the gold and they put their black their their fists up, that was the the solidarity of black folks in the United States. That wasn't Jesse Owens, bro. It's two different. That's two different. It's two. I get what you're saying. I'm just telling you that's two different instances. Jesse Owens played and he proved to Hitler that black people were more superior than white people. That's what Jesse Owens did. He so he's proved that Tommy. black people were not inferior. To white people, What's his you're, name? you're talking about in the Tommy 70s. Smith and John Carlos, the no. ones that were like this. That's the in ones that were like this on the thing. That wasn't just yeah, the podium. That wasn't Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens proved to Hitler and all the Germans who thought white people were he perfect, might be right? That but guess that's what? Not, is that the name? That ain't the names, I don't think. Jesse Owens found it on Google. Tommy Smith and John Carlos, October 16, 1968, yeah. in the Olympics in Mexico City, right. You're damn right. Aaron's right. Definitely wasn't no Jesse Owens. <laughs> but regardless, regardless, uh, the point was it, it meant more than just your situation. Right. You know what I mean? And right. for in, in thinking of those specific situations, it gave you a platform to show your situation. That's true. I, they should play. Regard. I think we can all agree that, that they should play. These these people should play. These They're playing straight booty right now. They all, y'all there, y'all there playing straight butt cheek, man. Straight butt cheek out there, man. I mean, I, I guess when it comes down to it, I beyond I just look at it as a, a opportunity to give pride back to the people that you're entertained by. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's not often that people get to see. Uh, be a, a Lakers fan and a Bulls fan and a Celtics fan and all get to come together to play together. The same goal. Again, the whole original dream team when they put that together, that was the whole thing. That you got Carl, Larry, at. Magic, David, that was Patrick, it. Chris, everybody playing on this Clyde on the same team. Different breed now. That's but now that's it's exactly like, what I was getting at. It might Different be more. Breed. I don't know. We all we all know what's going on. Kobe, we know, we know Kobe, what time it is. Kobe turn Kobe turning his grave right now to this damn USA team. Oh, you know man. he is. You know he is. <laughs> he turning his grave right now. Bro. Kobe's probably on his way to Tokyo right now. Right. 
His spirit <laughs> is flying in the air. <laughs> six man, the Olympics because what's that movie? Six man with yeah. Kadeem Hardison and Marlon Wayans. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. He's sitting on top of the backboard. Shoot that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Kobe, listen, Kobe has dug himself out that grave. Well, you about to see zombie Kobe step out in the Olympic uh, jersey here before long. Now, you see? I, want, I want to take this time to also, because I don't even know what their record is, but I want to I want to dig up the, the Olympic women's team. And hopefully they mm. show. Oh, you know, you, you know they shouldn't. Hope they don't. Hope they don't show no, no, whatever it is, because we need somebody. Fucking. We talked about them last week, but I think Let's it was just. The, I think it was just the. Uh, I think it was just the um, exhibitions. It wasn't in Tokyo when uh, we talked about them, so I don't know their record currently in the actual Olympics. Yeah, but that's I'm putting my money on them right now. I hope they I hope they show up and show out and come. Right. The good one, it's like soccer. You bet yeah, on the girls. You don't bet on the guys. <laughs> the fuck? You know, they gonna tap that ass. Yeah, listen. Yeah, American women have so much more privilege over here <laughs> overseas. <laughs> that's not to sound fucked up, but it's true. It is. <laughs> no, that that's that that's facts. That is facts. A lot of them, if they let them play in the Olympics, they'd have to ball in a hijab. Exactly. Mm. You better wear that goddamn hood. I don't give a fuck what type, how hot it is. You know what I mean? Degrees, but have that bitch on. They probably have uh, long skirts to their ankles instead of shorts, too. Ain't mm. no between the legs. And Man. if it does, it's stuck there. You call a timeout. As soon as they have a yeah. timeout, goddamn, you know what you're doing out there. You better stop. But nah, that, I mean, that is the truth. That's why, regardless of situation, current situation or circumstance, I do feel like if you have the opportunity to be in that, you get in that. You it's know like what I mean? Like American boxing. It doesn't matter what's going on. You better go out there and represent. God damn it. Are we winning in boxing? Um, yeah, we got to do out of Cincinnati um, in the featherweights i don't know about the other weight classes but i have been following dude what is his fucking name um hold up that's another one of the sports i feel like we should be in the top tier nah it's between us russia and um mexico always mexico us russia mexico um there's one other place I'm thinking of, though. I can't think. The UK? Ukraine? Or so. uh, not not Ukraine. Really United Kingdom. I'm not really worried about the UK too tough. Right. That's why I wasn't thinking. Duke Reagan. Shout out Duke Reagan, man. Yeah, Duke Reagan is his name. I believe he is a light or a... I think he's either a featherweight or... I think he's a featherweight, but he comes out of Cincinnati and he's currently uh, undefeated in the Olympics. They got a double bonus. How are you American? You from Ohio. Good job. Right, right. Good work, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that's a good one. But I mean, like, like you, it's ironic, right? Because all of the sports that we've named so far saying that America should be able to dominate these sports, we don't necessarily dominate anymore. Just in general, 
like baseball. Baseball is part of the biggest one. It's not like an Olympic sport. Nah, I don't even think that baseball we would dominate. I think that would go no, to Cuba. No, we, we, we used to. That, mm. that was the first American sport to lose it, was baseball. That's like, because we invented it. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, basketball got invented in Canada. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> you know. And football hasn't been, you know, acclimated into the Olympics. But, yeah, if work, we work. invent the sport, did it make sense? Boxing invented that. Boxing. That was uh, UK, too. That was overseas. Being a pugilist. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know it was made in UK if they named it pugilism. You want to be a pugilist? I don't know what that means, but no. Nah, right. I whoop your ass sometimes. Listen, <laughs> right. And then it got to America. They was like, you mean boxing we called it heads at first but niggas didn't like that listen so but i mean yeah that so you think about sports made in the countries and that's another thing they talked about on flagrant too which i give them credit for is they said that that's the natural progression of things most countries that create a sport usually do dominate in that sport for a certain period of time until the world catches up catches on and then they're in the running too and i feel like that's what's happening with a lot of our sports that's cricket cricket was like we balled for a while but now 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 south africa which is pretty much the same place but yeah let's be honest yeah but that's cricket part two or i mean uh uk part uh europe part two the weather down here is a lot better. <laughs> it's a whole lot better. We do this shit all year round. Just like I'll, I'll put, I'll, we can do it in the United States, but this how uh, Los Angeles, over a period of time, got more of a better reputation in basketball because they could play basketball all the time. Right, right. You know what I'm saying New York had the, they had it, but they, it's seasonal. Ain't you no indoor see? gyms. There's too many people. They there. do have indoor gyms, but it's, it's hard to get around. Everybody's it's gonna have to get exactly. Around. Everybody's gonna have indoor gyms, but when you have people stacked on top of people, yeah, it's gonna be hard for you to get around. You can't be no amateur out there. You can there only play out in the streets on the the mm-hmm. playgrounds, and if they're snowed over, we in the bed shooting up at the ceiling. Exactly. Right. So I think that's you're right about that. You know, it can start someplace, but someplace is gonna perfect it. Damn, just like the rap game, because New York, <laughs> they had to do it up that way. <laughs> they coming yeah. back trying to uh, trying to jack the drill scene from Chicago. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, yeah. They coming back trying to jack the drill scene. Well, they just want a piece of everything, really. They tried to do the South a little while. They did. Yeah, now y'all out here drilling shit. Got an mm. eyelash in my beard. That's make, bad business. Make a wish, an alcoholic wish. <laughs> wish you got a whole Right, right. Wish my alcoholic wish. I want to make it to green. It's in my liver. <laughs> wish the calves would do some of themselves. Uh, uh, Might be an alcoholic uh, wish. Cleveland Guardians, man. Mm, go mm, go Cleveland on Saturday. I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. Cleveland Guardians. Mm. It's better than Cleveland football team, but Cleveland right. baseball team. You mean Cleveland? But well, I'm saying that's what Washington did with the Washington. Red team. Yeah, right. But they can't name team. the Cleveland Indians Cleveland football team. Cleveland baseball. That's what I'm saying. It was better than Cleveland baseball team. You know. Right. Right. Nah, I mean, I fuck with the Guardians. Like I said before, I mean, I get it. 
but they ain't changing everything else. But now it's a petition too. You see, as soon as I said that on that podcast, oh, now I'm sure the petitions were in before, but mm-hmm. now it's for the Warriors, like I said, and everybody's like, what's the Warriors? What's the problem with the Warriors? Bitch, you know what the problem with the Warriors is. Just because you got mm-hmm. that Golden Gate Bridge don't mean the Warriors wasn't named after a motherfucking Indian. If anything, though, I would I would be saying, okay, we're gonna let the Warriors slide, right? You know, at least at yeah, least I can see the Warriors. It's just slide. like it's just like the Braves. I ain't heard shit about the Braves. You know what I'm mm, saying? That's right. definitely an Indian reference. Or the San Diego Padres, right? Is that what they're called, San Diego Padres? Well, the Padres that's, that's is father in Spanish. Oh, uh, yeah. How they get those still? But I mean, that's it's all Aztec, right? All that says it all, you know, all of it correlates. So I mean, yes, yeah, but I, you know, Mexicans don't give a fuck. <laughs> they be like, listen, keep the pot. If you change that name, they let they let they let California name damn near all these cities after Los Angeles. Listen, that's San Diego. That's because California is Mexico. No, so is Texas, but Texas ain't letting that right. shit know. Texas. It's all Texans, Cowboys. Listen, Texas. <laughs> but California, we know Rangers. occupied the San Jose and no, native the to that land stayed there. Texas the was not the same. There's a lot of there's a lot of Hispanics in Texas for sure. What I'm saying. But I'm but they, saying that they were wearing cowboy hats and, and, and cowboy boots. My nigga, we talking about the Alamo. Exactly. Right. They were so, wearing the same shit. Regardless, yeah. The, the white folks was like, uh, just like the Indians, you can stay, just stay the fuck out of my way. Hey, well, we all in we California, all they was like, we ain't leaving, we ain't leaving. It ain't enough of y'all cowboy hat white folks here to make us leave. We they, never left. they never left, they never left Texas. Let's just keep it real, right? Not, they never left Texas, right? Let's just keep that hungry. But Texas, forever. I get, I get what you're saying. We're not going to go into cultural appropriation. I don't even think that's a real word. No, that's not but, right. That's not the right. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, you know, Mexicans in, te- in Texas tend to be of the cowboy culture. Right. You know, the the, the, the big trucks, the F-350s with the cowboy boots and, you know what I'm saying, and, and the hats. You know what I'm saying? This, and that's all good. You know what I'm saying? Just like blacks tend to stay in the corporate slave culture. You usually yeah. adapt the the area that you're, you know, native to. Yeah, we all we all we all seen the black dude that try to be. I'm not gonna go there. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I, I I don't know if y'all are finished on that, but I wanted to mention so something I noticed last week, Aaron. I wanted to uh, ask you about. So your boy Ben Simmons. I recall something you said last week that basically sounded like you were giving up faith on your boy Ben Simmons. Ben Sizzle. Ben Sizzle, the, the one that you called ain't the nothing, man, the defender, the guy. Ain't nothing sizzling about Ben. Ain't nothing sizzling about Ben. Where does the His so, career is. It, it is. It's so, sizzling so like it, bacon grease. It's going to disappear it, in the thing. So I wanted to ask y'all, because obviously I missed the past couple of episodes. So is Ben for sure, y'all feel like getting traded? Is Ben gone? Is Definitely. The end of Ben and okay. But I, I don't think it's been, it's, if you trade Ben Simmons right now, you're trading a four-year contract that's worth a lot of money. So if you trade Ben Simmons, if you're the 76ers, it will behoove you to get somebody of an all-star caliber. 
I don't think anybody wants to give up their best player or second to best player for Ben Simmons. Well, they're still that being said. I don't think Ben Simmons is going anywhere until a trade deadline. So he might be a seventy six. Miami interesting to pull the trigger. Wizards. We'll pull the trigger. Cleveland has uh, evaporated from that list, which I'm glad to see. I think the Warriors were on that list too. I think yeah, they, the Warriors still. Though. Yeah, I heard they were still interested, but they wasn't on the list either. I don't, I would not be surprised if Ben Simmons is still a 76er at the beginning of the next year. I don't. I think I think at the trade deadline, I think they find something suitable, but I don't think they make a, a, a knee jerk move and try to trade them. I don't think that's a bad assumption. I think that that's a safe assumption to make. But the way I was reading articles, it seemed like they was trying to do a multi-team trade with him involved. Well, good luck. I mean, I don't see, I don't see the scenario. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not an exec or a GM, but I don't see the scenario where you trade a contract that's upwards of a hundred million dollars on somebody who just had a real suspect playoff. And you give up well, somebody you for multiples if people want more. See, that's what I was saying with Colin Sexton, right? Like, as a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, there comes a point in time where you're like, yes, this player is worth something and they're good. But if I can get rid of them to fill multiple holes in my gap, that makes sense for me to do that. So what I'm saying with Ben Simmons is you can trade him away for two to three players in return and some picks a second round, a third round, you know what I mean? He's that's, not getting a lot of first, but that's getting up but to me, that's giving up a lot. You're giving up three players, two to three players and picks. You don't think Ben would be hot in Miami? Yeah. And maybe catch him. He might be. He might be, but I he think was that hot. would be a good fit for him. Well I'm saying with the seventy sixers, his season was not indicative of his playoffs. His playoffs, he just I don't he got a flat tire and was like, you know what? Somebody said something to him. That's me. Somebody was like, man, you can't score or something. And he got like an attitude about it. And he decided not to score or something. Because you obviously had a game during the regular season. It was, it was there. Yeah, right. points. Yeah, rebounds. He had everything. But now during, I, I can only score four points, coach. We're paying you $100 million. Mm. You don't get your dumb ass out there and give me 15 points and 10 rebounds and a triple double or something. You can't do that. Nah, coach, I can't do it. Y'all gonna fire me because of him? <laughs> That's what Doc Rivers is probably like. Y'all gonna fire me? He might turn out to be a bust. <laughs> he might turn out to be a bust for real, for real. I never was on the Ben Simmons bandwagon. I didn't watch him. I will say I didn't watch him in college. I was I in college. Knock him there. I yeah, was LSU. in college. Him I feel Antonio like Blankley. I feel like Ben Simmons is the RG three of Ooh. the NBA because RG three was hot at Baylor. Y'all remember? That might be a decent uh, comparison. Yeah. But in the I'll league, RG3 at least showed up in the playoffs when he had a chance. When he was always hurt in his case. The first the first year or two, he showed up when he had a chance. For uh, Washington. Uh, was yeah, he in Washington. the playoffs? Yeah, right. I don't remember him. Was he? I remember he had a good uh, first year until he got yeah. hurt. Right. Then I remember he came back the second year and got hurt Trash. again. That's and then he never really heard much else from him. Football is one of those things where the the injuries are more they're more and that's hard to say too because in the NBA you run so much. But in the NFL you need your legs a lot. 
Like you really need your legs. If you're a quarterback, so, you build. So it's one of the things where it's like you know I don't know. Well, he had an ACL injury. He had a he had an ACL injury. Or he, he had did. everything. He did. Yeah, he I everything. know he did, but I don't know if that was his first injury. No, I think that he, was the it, second it, injury that kept him out for a while. Yeah, because he came back like his fourth year, and he only played like three or four games, and then you just didn't really hear from him again. But see, that's even I'm worse. Not, I'm not going to RG three too tough. Is what I'm going to say. I'm not yeah. going to him too that, tough. That's even worse for Ben Simmons to me because it's not like it's injury that's injuries that are pegging you or what you're down for. You just can't. It right, he is. is. His He's parents, mentally injured. He's no, mentally injured. no, no, no. His parents will not admit they dropped him as a baby and he caught himself with his wrist. The nigga has <laughs> something wrong with his wrist. No, have you seen? That's that's the problem. Have you seen him practice? The nigga can shoot. He can kind of shoot. It's well, like no Giannis. Guarding him. It's like Giannis. <laughs> it's like when Giannis, you, you see Giannis at the free point line, but like, this man can't shoot. Well, he does a turn around J in his butter. You can shoot. I would rather you miss that shit ten times than you not take it ten times. Well, who are That's we my talking to? Who are we talking to? You talking about Ben Simmons? I would I rather be... you pass the ball and get the rebounds well, and clean up. If you're six ten and you're and you're and you're passing up open J's. Nah, pass up the J's. Don't pass up the dunks. Now that's the one thing that I can right. say that's something like you said is in his head. Because if you pass up a dunk at 6'10", and mm. there's no one in front of you at the at, in the hole, mm. then you're clearly in your head about something. I don't know what it is. I don't know who you might have knocked up or fucked without a condom before this game. <laughs> but something's yeah. on your mind. Your ex-girlfriend there with her new boyfriend every game. Listen, you worried about them daddy. Uh, got floor tickets. The floor tickets you bought them. <laughs> right, he like Kendall fucking uh, with Booker. I was just with her a couple months ago, and now I can't get my fucking shot right. Man, maybe that's it. What I'm trying to say is, is that Ben Simmons, his turnaround bunny hook or whatever, not a full blown three point. I know game. what you mean. His close up, his close range over the season was good. Then he just decided to just I don't know. I'm not, I don't feel like talking about that shit. All day. I mean, but. I heard Heat, Raptors, and Wizards for him. Out of the three, what you think is the best spot? Mm, Heatles. Heatles, Jimmy Butler. I definitely think the Heat. I don't think the Wizards are going to be as complete as they were this year. I think they're going to get rid of either <coughs> Russell or Beal. Mm. I would say the Heat. I would say Jimmy Butler has the has the has the you know the leadership to just be like nigga if you don't shoot him we'll punch you in the stomach right it'll get him together yeah right pick, pick, pick wait a minute time pass. out we can describe this whole game where you can shoot this layup time out hold on would it work because they already played together remember jimmy played that one year in philadelphia and wasn't you're right about that cats. you're right yeah, about i wouldn't that. think about that either but i don't know if yeah. that was jimmy's team I think that was still Joel. No, it wasn't Jimmy's team, but I'm I'm saying Jimmy like came out and said I didn't really like these guys. Like these guys didn't have that drive and that passion that I was. It was Toronto then for, for Ben because you might go to Heat and, and Jimmy might be like sitting in his locker like, hey, <laughs> this time. But right. like you said, right. if you're gonna do a Toronto move, then that leads me to believe that you're gonna do a big name for a big name. Because they don't have a lot of, right, Pascal or uh, Cal. Yeah, yeah. 
Cal's from Philadelphia. And, no, he played for is Philadelphia. He? Or no, he he from, from, uh, I think he's from Philly. Okay. Is he? Yeah, I okay. think he's from Philly. That's I mean, that's a champion that's a championship uh caliber team. I think so. With Kyle on it and Embiid and all that. We have a point guard solidified. Yeah, I think I think that might be a good move. I mean Ben, ben is a hard move right now, man. I, I'll be sitting there looking at Ben in practice through the glass every day, like, man, goddamn. Where am I going to drop you off at? What doorstep? Right. Taking every <laughs> Who is this? The Grizzlies? What's happening? What's going on? What y'all, what y'all talking about? Ben's the, un, Ben's the unwanted stepchild. Anybody calls. Nigga, I don't give a damn. Put him on the phone. The Pistons? What y'all talking about? Okay. Right. Give oh, that would the, be the give best to the Cavaliers. To I could see him going to the Pistons, too. Let just because of the t- just because of the though. squad, not because you know, I can see him in a Pistons jersey. I can see him being Blake Griffin two point That's where you sit him off, huh? Gonna take a couple seasons off. I just feel like that's where you sit him off to the pasture spots like uh, Cleveland or Detroit or you know. But right now, the only difference is both of those teams. I feel like are both striving for the rebuild so even them they're like i don't know if that fits what we got going on right now and ben he's not Simmons, interested. I, don't, I don't see him being engaged on that team like i'm finna, i'm gonna take the pisses and turn them around no you had a chance at championship last year and you didn't show up I mean, but that may be different because you you may be leaning on your crutches, being Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid and all them. You know what I mean? But knowing that you on Detroit with no crutch, and you gotta be the leader of the team, it's like, well, it might force him in that right position. I guess I don't know. I feel like you're rolling the dice if you're the pissing. Yeah. I feel like you're rolling the dice. I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't be interested. Like a potential bad decision. Yeah, I wouldn't want no similar. Listen, you oh. know, uh, me being from Ohio, we don't rock with Michigan, but I wouldn't wish Ben Simmons on nobody. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but that's no, a please. fucking shame. I'm just saying contractually with the production that you receive on the back end, it doesn't make sense to. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Philly uh, made that burden. Lay in that bed, G. You know what I mean? I mean, they drafted him. It ain't even beyond drafted him because you could have got rid of him early, but you gave him that contract too, though, didn't you? Right. I, I didn't. I, and, and to be honest, up until then, I saw that contract as a good move. I did. Until I saw, like, it's, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what happened this playoffs, man. There's something, you know, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm giving this man too many excuses, but it didn't look it didn't look right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just didn't look. You, you said uh, Ben Simmons is Deontay Wilder in the Tyson Fury fight. I'm, I'm saying somebody came to Ben Simmons' room with a baseball bat, talking about I'm gonna break your legs if you make more than two dunks next game. So which one you want to happen? He's like, you know what? You seem like some real Philly niggas, man. I'm not finna fuck with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not finna do that. That's that's I'm not saying that happened, but it seems like right. I know what you mean though. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you make money off of this? Not doing two dunk? Oh, this is the third dunk. Pass. That might <laughs> and that might be accurate. You know he's Australian, so he's not from oh, the yeah. States. 
Exactly. So motherfuckers might get in his head and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intimidate. Nigga, sit this nigga down, show him Soprano episodes, shit, and Godfather. It's clear he's intimidated by the big moment, so I can only imagine he's intimidated by the big nigga on the block. Every time he missed one of them dumps, he looked right in the crowd, look for that dude, do on you, do a good job. Oh, uh, hop off Ben. Let's leave Ben alone, man. Damn, Big Ben. They about to tear you down and reconstruct. Yeah, they're going to have to. Oh. What other uh, trade rumors uh, y'all heard of? I heard a couple of them. Ooh, Bradley uh, Bill to the Celtics, I think. Mm, I didn't hear that. Yeah, like niggas trying to. They said Bradley Bill didn't say he wants to be traded, but yeah, I heard they shopping him around. I did hear that. I just didn't hear Celtics as nowhere. Well, at least hey, niggas is listening. Bradley Lakers. Bill had at least he damn near averaged thirty points last season. Yeah, Bradley's on the Wizards. You got to think if I want to if I want to rebuild this team, I got a good trade piece right here. And you said Celtics and I believe it was the Celtics. I gotta look that up. But I they already, they already. Jason Tatum and uh, and Jalen Brown, they already yeah. shooting guard heavy. But you don't, you don't think, you don't think they're trying to do something like the Nets and try to match up. You don't Maybe have to. Where do you Mark, so so get rid of Marcus Smart and somebody else and get a Bradley Bill? I wouldn't. I wouldn't get, get rid of Marcus Smart. I'm just saying, Boston. This is, but this is. You want to match up with, with the Nets. You can't match up with defense. You got to match up with offense for the most part. I feel like if I was, uh, well, shit, Bradley Stevens now, because isn't he in the front office now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, would feel yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident in our chances because Jalen Brown didn't play that game, and we still gave uh, the Nets hell before everybody got hurt and went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with uh, Jalen Brown and maybe a few additions, small pieces, we're back there. We're not mm-hmm. only are we back there, but we're in there. Because right. I said the only other team that I've seen beating the, the Nets out of the East other than uh, – who was it? No, I don't think it was the other than. I said I think the only team out of the East that I thought that – had a chance to beat the Nets would have been the Celtics. Well, we had originally before fully Julius healthy Randall, though. Before Julius Randle shit himself in the playoffs. Remember, originally going into the playoffs, we thought the Knicks. Remember, we we said the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple, this is way way a couple episodes back. We had all agreed on yeah, the Battle of New said, York. Um, what was the Butter Rim Part Two or something like that? Right. But I didn't say that I thought that the the Knicks would beat them. I just said I would No, like, we said it'd be an interesting right. run for the money. But yeah, as far as teams beating them in the East, the only team that I really saw doing that would have been the Celtics, and they were matched with them out the gate with no Jalen Brown. So I feel like you may have a different game coming around the corner next year. Because you got a lot of good play from a lot of players on that team you didn't expect to. After he went out, you know what I mean, and I, I'm I listen. I don't care what nobody says. I like Peyton Pritchard. Oh yeah, he was cool. I heard they looking at possible. No, well, I heard. I can't remember what article, and I can't remember the spot I read it at because I was questioning the read. But I heard that they uh, the Celtics wouldn't be against shopping Kimba. Mm. 
And at this mm, point, I don't I think that too. I think that that might be a good idea. He's not the right fit. They made that clear during the season. Last year. Well, this was recently that I saw the article. I just can't remember who it was. Kim, Kim, Kimba's expendable. Kimba's, oh, no, Kimba's, I definitely believe that. Kimba's, Kimba's one of them players where his, his health is always a question. But I feel like it's for the right the right price, though, because it's kind of like Terry Rozier. You know what I mean? Y'all let him go and then look what he did with Charlotte. Mm, uh, and he was on the incline when they let him go. He was on Terry, the incline when they let him go. Terry Rozier is, is another Ohio boy. Uh-huh. So I'll give him his respect. But I think him going to Charlotte is, is what should have happened. You needed a team that was less, that had less notoriety to kind of get your whole start on because he was trying to do too much with the Celtics, man. I understand what you're saying there. He was trying to, yeah. he was trying to take it over himself, but he yeah. was also, he was also good enough too. He was nice. He was also good enough to take over the Celtics by himself and just let it be him, Jason, and Jalen. If y'all were smart, that would have been a mean combo. If I had to pick Kimba Walker over 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 Terrell Zero, I'm picking Kimba Walker though. Definitely, but that's not the only. It wasn't like it was a tit for tat. It wasn't an even trade. That Gordon, Gordon Hayward too. Yeah, they they got more than just Terry Rozier for. Yeah, but Gordon, we all know what happened to Gordon Hayward. He's 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 on the player. But I don't, was he a, was he a part of that trade? I believe so. Gordon he's Hayward. on the now too. Didn't he? I think so. But I know they didn't trade Gordon Hayward and Kimball Walker. For Terry Rozier. I mean, you mean, hold on. Right. That's vice versa, right? Like, those are, Terry Rozier is the, the pickup guy. He's the, the let, we'll throw him in there. But he wasn't the main squeeze to get Kimba and Gordon. He was in addition. Well, that's what I'm saying. Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward is, he's on the Hornets right now. So, conceivably, the Hornets gave up oh, right. and got Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier. Right, they right. You're right. I'm tripping. They did. They gave Kimba Walker and Gordon Hayward. Right. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, I had it backwards. You are absolutely correct. They thought Kimba Walker was going to be a good addition. I don't know why I was I was mixing up the Utah trade to the Celtics with that Terry Rozier, but yeah, you're right because uh, then they got then they get they got is that when they got favors from the Celtics? Derek Favors. When did he play for is the he Celtics? He on the Celtics? No, right. he That's never what I was played thinking. for the Celtics. Favors played, played for Utah. Has. Yeah, and he played for. Uh, um, Utah and some. I'm look it up. That's gonna bug me. Yeah, he did go somewhere else because he had longer hair when he went there. Right. Let me see. But yeah, no, you. That ain't okay. 
You are right, though. Uh, it was uh, Hayward and Rozier for for Walker. That makes more sense because I was like, yeah, no, Terry was the the plus one. He wasn't the guy that they were expecting to be what he was. And then you look at it in hindsight, and it's like Terry was more impactful than Gordon Hayward. He's definitely more useful because you're on the court doing something. More impactful as well. The only reason why Gordon Hayward was impactful when he was was because he was in Utah without a Donovan Mitchell. Then he had Jay work, and his leg wasn't broke. Now, his, his second game with the Celtics, uh, Kyrie threw him alley-oop, and the season was over with. The whole season and a half was over. He missed the whole season with Kyrie. Kyrie left. He came back the other year, which was 2019. Yeah. Was that 2000? No, that was uh, 2018. 20? Because Kyrie won the chip with Cleveland in 16, went to the Celtics in 17. That would have been when Hayward got hurt because they met up there. And then... In 18, Hayward came back. They played that season, and that's when Kyrie was talking about he didn't want to lead that young team. They left. Right. Right. Yeah, because he was in the Nets in 19 because KD was out the first season, and then last year was the first season that they had him back and got Carden, right? She's on the 19, 2, 1920 season. 2019, 20. Okay, so, that, so then it was Kyrie and KD. Right, and then they got hard next year. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I knew I was tracking some kind of way. But um, I heard Mox, uh Lakers is looking at Buddy Hill. I seen Landry Shamitz on the radar. I, I saw did hear Dallas wants him. I did hear Buddy Hill. Um, also, I, you know Russell Westbrook was in the talks last week. Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul last week. I hope we don't get Russell. Well, Kyle Lowry wouldn't be well. No, Kyle Lowry can't really. Kyle Kyle Lowry can't really score you consistent points. Well, here's he'll give you a consistent 18 to 20, 23 time to time. But I feel like what LeBron is asking for is someone that can put up points when he needs to sit out. Kyle mm. Lowry's not him. From what I understand, they don't want to let go of Schroeder for no cheap price. They want to move Schroeder. But he, he wants to come he back. Wants, no, but he, he, but he, want, but he yeah. wants high level talent for Schroeder. Well, yeah, Schroeder saying he wants he wants to he wants paid like a like a starting point guard on a basically he's not following the motto right because LeBron's like listen in order for you to be on this squad we need everybody to take a little pay cut so we can get what we need to win and Schroeder's like nah nigga I you know I've been doing something I want to get paid what I'm worth yeah they and offered I, a pretty four. And I can kind of understand it too, because even when he was in Atlanta, and um, yeah, even when he was in Atlanta, he proved himself to be better than a bench player. 
and I think people considered him that. Where did he go after that? Oklahoma uh, City. Oklahoma City, yeah. Right, and then there they gave him like the shot to to start and all that, and he looked a little better, which is why LeBron was interested in taking him, but he never really got paid for what he's done. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like at least with Kyrie, Kyrie had a time before LeBron was there where you got paid a little bit because you were outside of your rookie contract. Didn't get paid what you were worth by no means, but you Mm. got paid a little bit more. And I feel like Schroeder's in a similar situation kind of where it's like, yeah, I got a little bit more, but I don't think I've ever made what I'm worth. I mean, in the words of Lou Williams. And you won't in L.A. Nigga Lou Williams said, I've been in the league since 2005. I've never made more than $10 million a year. And that's a travesty to me. It's a travesty. So if I'm with Fonda, But I'm no, shooter, I don't. No, I don't agree. Because well, he's he, been $6 million a year a lot. And you got people definitely making 15, 20. Schroeder, Schroeder just turned down $21 million a year. But it don't matter. To, in my opinion, it don't matter how good you are if you're not willing to. to to give me and like he said Lou Williams isn't always willing to to give you everything okay but if you if you look at the tenure of this man in the league you would figure at some point in time somebody would offer not him not if people are like he's not motivated we well, give that's him why what he want, deserves that's why he damn near retires like man I was looking at my I, I got you see all these dudes I'm gonna I'm I'm keep saying Alan Crabb for the rest of my life, because he made seventy nine million off four four years. I don't know how he did that. What I'm trying to say is, there's all types of bogus. I agree with what you're saying, but it's also making, Timothy Mosgov got ninety million for five years mm, from Cleveland, from the Lakers. Damn, well, remember they that? Keep, they didn't they got traded to the Lakers, but that was coming from right. But what I'm what I'm saying is it's all about rolling the dice too. You know what I mean? People talk shit about about LeBron for having to build a super team to get a ring, but don't get mad at the fact that Jordan just rolled seven out the gate and came to a squad that had Phil and a, a GM that was willing to put players around him. That's a lucky roll of the dice. It could have just as easily been. You went to motherfucking uh, Charlotte and was stuck there with motherfuckers like, well, what do I do here? And nobody's going to help me. So I'm going to be the best Jordan I can be and take my talents to South Beach like he did. It's all about a roll of a dice. Some people get lucky. Some people don't. Some people go to the best position. Some people go to the worst position. I mean, you're right about that on one hand. I, I'm, still on the, I'm still on the side of making a level of, of, of competitiveness and athleticism that needs to be met by every person on this team and being very stern about that. Right. That's the, that's the only thing I would give Jordan on that. Now, you're right. He did get Pippen and everything. You got to give the, the Jerry dude his credit. He did put mm-hmm. Pippen there. He brought Kukoc in. Yeah, and, Rodman. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got Phil Jackson in there and everything. That's, that's, that's great. But what I'm trying to say is you also have to, like, like with LeBron, he did, he got the team he wanted, but he still lost two out of two out of four. You know what I'm saying? He got the team, the squad he wanted, but he still right. lost two out of four. You know what I'm right. saying? You got everything you wanted. 
your friends, the coach, a great coach, great team, great place, and you still want two out of four. No, I don't know. I, I definitely understand it, but it's still, it, but and not to get into the argument, but it still comes down to the roll of a dice because once again, Jordan rolled those dice immediately. He came to a place, didn't have Phil at first, but got Phil eventually. The people around Jordan, when they pulled him in, had a vision as to where they wanted the Bulls to go, and they set up pieces that Jordan didn't have to set up for him to get there. Whereas, whereas LeBron was in a situation with Cleveland like, yeah, I'm the best. I brought y'all to the championship out of my first couple years. Are y'all going to help me at all? And he spent, what, four or five years? Figuring out they're not going to help me. Okay, I got to do it myself. Not only do I have to do it myself, but because I am doing it myself, I have to now be manager of my career as well. Those are things that, that Jordan didn't have to worry about because the people managed it for him. He just had to go out and play ball, and we'll put pieces around you. That's now, not we, we see We see how much... Like let's not get into this argument. Let's not go right. all in. But you see the pressure that he put on his teammates. Real deal pressure. Real deal pressure. Like you better show up and show out. Like for real, for right. real. You know, and that's the type of person he was. And and also to put him towards that, his trek towards the playoffs wasn't like he wasn't making the playoffs. He just figured out he wasn't big enough. So we started working on himself as well. LeBron James was a naturally talented big guy. Right. Where Mike was like, look, right. I'm 6'6". Six, six. I had to get, I got to get in the weight room myself. So and I need to make myself better. So what, what I'm trying to say is that Mike's situation is, a, is just a little bit different because he wasn't so much worried about his teammates at first as much as he was worried about getting himself right. No, then I, once I he got himself right. That. He started looking at his teammates. LeBron has always been right. He's always been right. He's always been two, say, once six, again, nine. Once again, corner. that's a part of a roll of a dice, right? Now, usually, usually, I'm not always going. And you know what? That may even be a wrong analogy to say. I can't equate it to an economy because the rich always get richer. But what I'm saying is you don't usually see a, a man like LeBron go to a squad that's built for championship status. That's the guy that the the guppies go for, that the lowest tier have the opportunity to get. You won't see something like that usually happen. Now in Chicago, regardless of the position that they're in as far as their record goes, meaning they could be slipping off, the market is still bigger to the point that you have people that are pushing for something. You know what I mean? There's a plan here because I'm in a city that even if I'm not me as the coach or whatever I am here, I have people in my ear, boosters, that, sponsors, all that, that are like, that, well, why don't you? But that, but that didn't, that didn't start. See the, the, the only difference, the only difference is when you think of, when you talk about Chicago, in 84, 85. It's a bear city. It's a cub city. It's definitely not a bull city. It's a sport you know? city that that it's proves. Sport city, but, but but listen to what I'm telling you, because it was definitely a bear city 
in a Cub city, in a White Sox city. What's Cleveland ever been? I, I get I get what you're trying to say. But the bottom of the barrel was the Bulls team. The last thing anybody was singing about or cared about was the Bulls team. So but management. I, I, get saying, I get what you're saying. Cleveland is a smaller place and it's down a third, but Cleveland still has a professional baseball team and a professional football team. And let's be real, in the 80s, it's probably more about the Browns than the Cavs would ever be, right? Same situation. Right. No. Well, yeah, right. give me that. So, so what I'm trying to say is that Michael Jordan took a team of the same league status because the Bulls were never shit. You're talking about Artis Gilmore was probably the best Bull up till then. Artis Gilmore... I think Jerry Sloan were the best Bulls ever to play the game, right? Until Jordan got there. Right. Changed the culture. LeBron James was on Cleveland. He changed the culture. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but he also was like, look, I'm going to go to a team of my choice. The players of my choice, I'm not going to roll the dice. I'm going to pick the dice. I'm going to take the dice and I'm going to put them on three and a four, right? And I'm going to go to Miami with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and all the other boys. Right. And still lose twice. Well, now, see yeah. that, but see that, but this is what I'm saying though. Regardless of that, you're not putting it into account of, like I said, market. Regardless of the fact, when we think about contracts, and I say, why doesn't fucking Damian Lillard leave Portland? And you say something to me like, well, that's a tech area, so I'm sure he's got stocks in a lot of places and all that. And you think about all the opportunities as into coaching that I can bring into a place like Chicago. How many headquarters is is, it, is Chicago for a lot of big businesses? How many headquarters is Cleveland? What sponsorships come with anybody coming to Cleveland? Man, look, you got to... No, what I'm already, saying is, what I'm saying my, is, listen, I'm, listen, let me make my point. What I'm saying is, when someone gets sent to Cleveland, normally it's a death sentence. It's a, we want you out the league, we'll give him a coaching job in Cleveland, or we'll put you in Cleveland. For LeBron, it was him being recruited as a rookie there, right? So it wasn't a death sentence, but he was around dead bodies when it comes to management, coaching, everything. He was around dead bodies. That's something that you can't attest. You can't argue that. I'm not arguing that. But you can't. But no one can. So what city, I'm saying from is... From a city standpoint, though, you're wrong. From a what standpoint? From a city standpoint. Who were Chicago's rivals in the 80s? Their real rivals. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, that doesn't mean that you don't No, get... but, but I'm not saying they're both factory cities. They're both hardworking factory cities. They're both blue-collar cities. When you ask who's the main people from Chicago, it's factories. Like I Cleveland, understand what you're saying, but factories. you can't argue. You can't argue the the size, the comparison between the two. The market, exactly. The economy, all that. The even the area, sheer area alone. You can't argue that there. It's big brother, little brother, and I get it. I get it. Big brother and little brother can always compete. But usually Big Brother comes out on top. Why is that? Because they've been established for longer. And that's how Chicago and Cleveland is. You can do you can make all the arguments you want, but how many good coaches have ever come through Cleveland? The how only ones good, How many good coaches have come through Chicago? Well, yeah, I'm, say, I'm I'm saying mm -hmm. one arguably the best. Mm -hmm. 
arguably the best though but 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 listen listen to my point my point is when you say the best coach that has come out of cleveland you probably have to give it to tyron lue what's the correlation between tyron lue and cleveland lebron james it's not the same it's not the same that's all i'm saying i'm not saying that one's not better than the other because once again i will still say i rock with jordan but you cannot downgrade lebron like he's just not on the same no, level it's I'm just a roll of the dice is the only difference i get what you're saying it's a roll of the dice and like i said when it comes to cleveland you're right about the team he was on but when he talk about the actual franchise of Cleveland, There's when Jordan Chicago. got there, when Jordan got there, compared to when LeBron got there, they're they neck the and neck. Size. They're the neck. They're neck and neck. They're both garbage ass teams who didn't do shit. But regardless, you have to understand that when somebody implements a team, all that all, when a team is in your city, that means they're included in. All, everything the government's involved all of those people are like let's put funding into our team our stadiums our team all that so when you look at a Chicago and you look at a Cleveland there will never be equal funding regardless of how it looks from the talent of player you don't have the same amount of capital to work with in Cleveland as you do in Chicago in any era, in any era, Cleveland's not Detroit. They're not Motor City. There's never been a point where Cleveland was like, yeah, we're taking, no, not Cleveland, but Chicago has always been big city. Mm. You think of out east cities, you think of New York, Chicago, and so on. I agree. You can't say that's wrong. So when you think like that, you think of government funding, you think of all these backings, Cleveland doesn't have what Chicago has. So when you think of a coach like Phil Jackson, why the fuck would Phil Jackson come to Cleveland even if Jordan was there? That's not enough for me to come to Cleveland. That's not enough. I don't care what talent this boy may have. That's not enough for me, the coach that I am, to you know come they to had a Pippen market like that. You know they had Pippen already when, when Phil got there. You know that, right? Right. They had Phil and Pippen. So no, you're saying, so, okay, Jordan and Pippen in Cleveland is enough for Phil to say, I'll take the cut. I'll take the pay cut. Compared, and, and, all, and all, from, from a basketball standpoint, we talked, we started getting into cities, and I might have I outspoken myself when it comes to Chicago or Cleveland. I'll give you that. But the Bulls franchise was not the most important thing in Chicago. No, 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 no. I'm not saying at all. So here's what I'm trying to say. Just like in Cleveland, the Cavaliers is not the most important franchise there. Right? They are similar situations. I agree. They're very similar. The United Center, right, where the where the Bulls would have their most famous was not built until 1972. It's eight years in of Michael Jordan playing top-level basketball from 84 to 92. That's when they finally built the United Center. Right. Right? Same thing with LeBron. Whatever, what, the Quicken Loan Center, whatever the fuck the name of shit is. Yes, yeah, the time got to be built because they both didn't give a fuck about their franchises. And for a long time, Cleveland was beating the Bulls. And when that, that's when we had that, that uh, Jordan over Craig Elo. We were so excited and he was fist-pumping and shit like that because Cleveland was beating them every year. And they just finally got past them. So what I'm trying to say is that 
Cleveland Cavaliers and the Bulls, when LeBron got there and when Michael Jordan got there, they were in the same boat. When you talk about rolling the dice, you're right. Michael Jordan had the, he got, he got Scotty and all them people. That's great. He got to stay in Chicago. LeBron started, LeBron changed up and went to Miami, picked his team, and did not have the same success. That's dope. That's All kind of, I'll say is if they was in the same boat, Jordan was up top on the roof of the Titanic and had access to the lifeboats, and LeBron was down with the peasants locked in the cabin while that bitch filled up. That's definitely not true. That not, definitely not, is not, true. They no, weren't in the same situation. You can't all, say just because Cleveland had enough talent to beat Chicago back in the day that the markets are similar to where they both had a chance to make their own opportunities. No, that's not we, the case. The, you know what? You know what the big difference is that we're that we're leaving out. That that is the big difference between LeBron and Jordan. What is it's it? the motherfucking shoe. It's the motherfucking shoe. The shoe makes the whole difference. What you mean, the, uh, the, shoe, him, the, the Jordan? The Jordan the shoo, shoe, the rings, made, all made that the make a difference. It, it made a big difference because I'm just it, saying it, it came with a dice roll. Man, we're not we're not gonna we, we might as well just move on. <laughs> it just came with a dice roll. If you put so, if you put LeBron somewhere like the Knicks, because you could say the same thing about the Knicks, right? That they they're they they wasn't shit. They're, no, they're they won a championship in 1972 with Willis Reed. The Knicks come from a, a whole big. The Bulls and the Cavaliers come from nothing. They win. They didn't win shit. The Knicks. I'm talking about from what you're saying. You're talking about a talent standpoint, not a market standpoint. Okay, so what are we talking about here? You were talking about a talent standpoint as opposed to a market standpoint. What I'm saying is it's the same thing as saying because the Knicks were not talented. If you do not go through them to them that they don't have the capital to put pieces in place. Cleveland has nothing but the mob and never has. You look at New York, Chicago, places like that, there's other things there. There's other things popping. There's other things that can get behind you. Cleveland does not have those opportunities. So what I'm saying is if LeBron went to a New York as opposed to a Cleveland, I guarantee you New York would have made moves to get him something to assist as opposed to let him go to Miami because we do not have the capital to assist. You understand what I'm saying? Because our market is so small, we now have to offer players more money to want to come because they can say, why would I come to Cleveland if I can make a couple hundred thousand less and be in Miami? I'm not doing it. That's what I'm getting at. When you're in a New York or Chicago, it's easy to entice someone there because there's at least other shit there. You can get involved with other shit. Once you're in Cleveland, it's nothing but Cleveland, baby. Uh, and, and is that is that wrong? Is that outside of the box to say? To be to be to be a little bit honest with you, when you talk about the era of Chicago in the eighties, yes, because okay. you have to understand it's a it's it Chicago in the eighties was just like Detroit, bro. There wasn't shit there. Niggas was losing jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like so Chicago, downtown was just, Cleveland has downtown Cleveland ever been bigger than downtown Chicago? 
It has never been bigger than downtown okay. Chicago. All right. I will give you that. I will right. give you that's that. That's all I needed but to know. Chicago, Chicago has women and more sports uh, sports uh that's distraction. That's all I needed to know. And that's what I'm saying. Other sports, it's just like college. Other sports so, bring in money. So, college football brings in money for volleyball and brings in money for every so the Cubs bring in money for the Bulls. So do the Browns. The Browns are bringing money. Let's just be honest with let's, they let's do now. They do let's, now, but I, I wouldn't so, say okay. So the Browns and the 80s didn't bring in money. I mean, who they have? Jim Brown? That's not the 80s. Jim Brown was the 60s. Oh, yeah. See? I'm talking, I'm talking about when it comes down to it. It's not comparable. I mean, I understand like reaching for it, but it's it's just not comparable. It's not comparable. Nobody in their right mind can compare the two. You just can't compare it. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Jordan's legacy. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying it's just, it's a lottery pick. That's why they call it a lottery pick in the draft. It's a lottery. You pull from the lottery. So it's a roll of the dice. One person can get the best situation. One person can get the worst situation. And we can say LeBron got the worst situation. Jordan, on the other hand, did not. I'm not saying he got the best. I'm just saying he did not get the worst. It's impossible for someone in the top five to ever go to a team that's just going to be a dominant team out the gate. That's not how it's designed. It's designed for the weakest team to be able to get the strongest player to be able to compete. So we understand that Jordan isn't going to come to the ideal situation. I'm just saying that LeBron came in too worse. Right. Well, that I mean, the facts are, I mean, the facts are, we, we talked about this us three before in the past. We know Jordan's had one of the best. He went to college. We know that he's had one of the best college coaches of all time. Right. So that's a fact. He had success in college. He went to the NBA. We know he's had one of the best coaches, if not the best coach of all time for most of his career in Phil Jackson. LeBron, to Cliff's point, I will say, didn't go to college. Yes, that was his choice. I will say that. But he didn't have uh, as much uh, ammo as Jordan had with the the luck of fortune. Even uh, it's, it's um, like forgetting about the first six years. Like the first six years didn't exist. The first six years. What happened? I'm talking from eighty four. It's from eighty four to ninety. Before they got Phil. I get it. I get all that. I get all that. But wait, that's, wait, that's wait. That's all I'm bringing up. But wait, wait. But at the same time, did LeBron bring Cleveland to the to the uh, finals in his first three years in the league? True. Who else was on the team? Okay. Okay. Name one other person that was on the team. Eric Snow. Okay. And and my only battle against that is that <laughs> Mike is Mike brought the is Mike brought the Jordan Mike I said Mike brought the Jordan Mike brought the bring Bulls home. to the finals or pre-finals going up against the uh, the Pistons, Larry Bird in his prime, Isaiah Thompson in his prime, Patrick Ewing in his prime. I'm Jordan well, over James. I'm Jordan over James, and I want to well, say that again for the people listening. Well, but like, well, I just don't like it when people try to say, like, play James like he's no, nothing let me, let me, at all. Let me put it in perspective. So you talk about the first three Lakers championships. Who did they beat? They beat the 76ers with only one good player. The first three they, Lakers championships? First, I'm with Phil Jackson and Kobe Bryant and Shaq. They beat they beat who? The okay. Nets, okay. who were a weak team. They beat the seven, They beat the Pacers, who had Reggie Miller on his last leg, and they beat the uh, uh, the fucking 76ers. The only person they had was Allen Iverson. So well, it's not like they were wiping through great, great teams. 
They didn't beat but no you, great teams in first three. But you get what's your point? My, my, right. my point. My point is the competition level in the East was low. But it doesn't. Right. It doesn't matter because listen, I think I think our confusion is coming into the fact that you're just focused on that singular thing of the competition, and I'm focused on the market and economy powerhouse behind you. Regardless of how bad, it's still L.A. Who would not want to come? If someone offered you a job in L.A., you'd go to L.A. If someone offered you a job in Cleveland and you are from L.A., you'd say, why the fuck would I go to Cleveland? Which means that that dollar, that dollar value that you have in Cleveland has now decreased because now I have to pay you more to entice you to come somewhere where there isn't anything. There's nothing for you here. That was J.R. Smith's whole thing. I was kicking it in New York. I got to focus on my game when I was in Cleveland because there's nothing for me to do. And I get that. And my, 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 my only rebuttal is when we talk about Chicago and Cleveland in the 80s, they were, and, and Detroit. For that matter, economic power they, is different all, for all, all, of them. all three of those places were the same place. All three of those, Cleveland, Detroit, and Chicago were three interchangeable places. Three interchangeable. Detroit and Cleveland, still to this day's downtowns are bigger than, or I mean, Detroit and Chicago's downtowns still to this day are bigger than Cleveland. How many? How many? auto uh manufacturers are in cleveland because that's what put motown on the map the motor city mm-hmm. the car we don't have that in cleveland so that economy doesn't exist here okay you feel what i'm saying so that's why detroit's downtown is bigger because they were funded by that automotive industry chicago's is just bigger because it's a bigger market in general. We don't need that automotive industry. We have so many different economic avenues that that automotive doesn't matter. Cleveland, on the other hand, has crack cocaine. That, okay, see that, that's, see. I'm being, I'm being <laughs> stupid, the, 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 but the you factory, see what I'm saying. What but, does but Cleveland like, have see, to offer? The, the factories that Cleveland had were not spectacular factories. They weren't the car factories or no shit like that. Anything. Cle- name anything. Cleveland, Cleveland, Detroit, and Chicago were Did we all have good barbecues? Did we have tech? Does, does Chicago have good barbecue? I'm saying any, does Detroit have anything. Good barbecue? What's what one thing that Cleveland has to add to their economic powerhouse? So they I want can you compete name, with want, Detroit or Chicago. I want you to name what Chicago had in the A's besides just having a big city. What do they have besides that? Pure mass is 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 more in volume. Listen, you asking me to start teaching you fucking geometry and geography all in the same. I'm trying to teach you that. I'm just trying to say that. Well, all, all I'm trying to say is that those two franchises, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Chicago Bulls were both afterthoughts in their own city, whether big or small. The last thing we're thinking about is them. I the get it. Yeah, and all that, but there's still that climb up to the top. We had to make it to the best thing in that city. The the Cavaliers weren't ever over the Indians or the Browns in their city. Am I right? You said what? Cavaliers the, Browns got what? the Cavaliers were never over the Browns or the Indians in their city until right. the Browns got there. 
Right. The Bulls were never over the the the, the Cubs or the, or the or the Bears until Michael got there. Right. Right. I'm saying their 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 trajectory is more similar than people will will lead me to believe. I get it. I get exactly what you said. I'm and just trying to explain. You're saying, you're, you're saying that you're saying that Cleveland Cleveland does not have the capital to bring in great talent because it's Period. not a popular Whether even people. if you cal- I get even that. if you calculated the Browns and the Bray or and the uh, Indians. With the Bears and the Cubs, the market is nowhere similar. Nowhere similar. And like we said before, it's like college. One sport brings in more money for all of them. So when your markets are higher with the Bears and the Cubs, the Bear or the Browns and the Indians can't compete. Yeah, they may be able to funnel in some money, but now we're talking about education when it comes to inner city and the suburbs. Yeah, we're in the we're in the same area, but they're getting hella more than we're getting here. How do we even get to Chicago versus Cleveland? I took I just thought about I took a piss a couple minutes, yelled at my kids, came back. It's it, it all came out of Jordan and LeBron. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of family in Chicago that grew up, and a lot of them was trying to get out in the 80s. They didn't want to be there. I get it. Listen, and I've never been to either. All I'm saying is that, like, like the from, from the outside looking in, it's like, from the outside looking in, it's like, yeah, I want to go to New York. But when you go to New York, you get eaten alive because you thought it was a little bit sweeter than you thought. It's not. Mm. That's if I want to go to Cleveland or LA, you might want to go to LA. That's that's my question is who says that? Who says that I want to go to Cleveland? Who says that, Aaron? Name one person you've known that said, I want to move to Cleveland. Who says they want to go to Chicago except for people that have been to Chicago? Name the stars and be like, man, I want to go to Chicago. I'm not even saying stars. I'm saying people you know. Name someone you know that's like, I want to move to Cleveland. People, even being from Columbus, people say, I have to move to Cleveland. I got a job. I got to move to Cleveland. I, I no one that. says, I want to move to Cleveland. Who, I know people that want you, to move to Chicago. Who are those people? They've never been there. <laughs> They've regardless, never been there. regardless, I mean, it's semantics at the moment. So, um, to stop because there's no reason to keep going. Yeah, it's semantics at the moment. So, um, we coming up on that two where well, we at the two hour mark right on the money. Um, good luck. Evan, I, good luck. Evan Mobley to the Cavs tomorrow night. He ain't going. He ain't going. And that go to show um, he ain't going. <laughs> it don't make sense to take him. Um, I also just before we wrap it up, and I'm not even gonna uh, this will take place the questions because I'm not even gonna ask a question. Um, I heard that Cleveland is trying to make a move to get two picks in the top 10, which le- leads me to believe they're going for that Warriors pick, which probably lets me know that they're gonna give them Colin Sexton. I didn't hear that. I mean, okay, so they're trying to get the t- you said the two. Top, two, there was an article, picks. so you, of course, since I'm a Cleveland fan, I'm I'm enrolled into the Cleveland app and all that, and they give you all the alerts. <laughs> well, not the I don't have it on my phone, but you know, like online shit or whatever, right. and it yeah. send me a email or whatever it is, and it said dedicated. Um, it said uh, Cleveland's GMs or front office believe it would be a um, what do you call your whole organization? 
it would be like an organization changer if they could get two picks inside of the top 10. For Colin Sexton? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, you could get... I'll two give you Colin Sexton for- and Kevin Love for the seventh pick. For Kevin Love... First of all, Cleve or uh, Warriors were talking about giving away the seventh pick for Carlin Section straight up. Somebody's they were just talking listen. about that last week. Listen. I'm saying we can sweeten the pot and you can take Kevin Loves and Colin Sexton. Who the, the hell wants pick. Kevin Love? Who the hell wants Kevin Love? Why wouldn't the Warriors want Kevin Love? Okay. Okay. All right. You know why the Warriors wouldn't want Kevin why Love? Why not? Right. <laughs> you snake. You talking snake oil sales? Why wouldn't you want Kevin Love? Right. Why? No. Why? Honestly, though, if I can, look, if look listen. at this guy, he's gonna be he's gonna be injured seventy percent. He's not gonna give me no effort. We're talking. He doesn't about, really want to play. We're talking about sweetening a pot, right? If you were willing to get Colin Sexton straight up for the seventh round pick. Why would you not be interested in Colin Sexton and Kevin Love for the seventh round pick? Get to pay Kevin Love. Get to pay Kevin Love. Now, that's why I'm saying it's a sneaky uh, trade-off. That's what I'm trying to say. It's one of the things. There go Kevin Love. How much y'all? Y'all paying him this much? Yeah, but you already signed the contract. Well, how about you? Have a good day. (laughs) Because you're going to pay this man. Maybe why I ain't heard nothing else about Colin Sexton. Kevin Love came for free. If Kevin Love came for free and we get to pay him $5 million a year, $6 million a year. Kevin Love deserves half a rookie or half a uh, veteran contract, veteran minimum. What's that? $600,000 a year? No, that would be uh, half a veteran minimum would be $1.25. I thought veteran minimum was $1.2. Veteran minimum is $2.5 million. Oh, a year? Mm-hmm. Oh, Your vet minimum is a 2.5, so half of it, give him 1.25. Mm. <clears throat> he don't deserve more than that just because he doesn't play enough. If you pick up Kevin Love, he's picking up 20 times that, or damn near 15, 20 times that a year. How much is he getting paid in a year, 15 million? He's. I think he may even be getting paid more than that because I remember the original contract was six years... You might be right on the money. I might. I think it's. I think it was like six years ninety, or six years ninety something. That be. I. I was sending back a whole email. Like, look, I was interested, and I appreciate. Who even signs a six-year contract? I remember I was arguing with motherfuckers. They was like, "Who signed? Nobody signed six. He signed a six-year contract." Well, why not though? Because you think it's too long at his age. Yeah, people don't. They don't sign people for six years. In the they NBA, sign, they sign. They sign a longest contract like usually years. for like, huh? I think they sign a longest morning for like eight years, hundred million dollars, hundred and something million. How did that work out? I mean, he had a, he had a health problems. Who had the longest contract since then? Russell, Russell before seven. he left OKC was six or seven. Wasn't it? it was seven. Left. It mm-hmm. was seven, but that that made sense. Oh, Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen, what did he get? I think they gave him, I think it was like eight think, years. It was like eight years, 20 million, something like that. That's who was mad because he was mad at MJ because he didn't stand up for him because he oh, sold right. a terrible ass contract for eight years. <laughs> I think it, that's why in 1998, it was his contract year. You don't want to play because you want to get paid more. You've been getting paid $2.4 million. 
the last eight years. Scotty Listen, they not only did uh, Chicago have a good economy, they had good businessmen too. Well, they they caught Scotty Pippen's country ass living. Listen, well, Arkansas ass. You ain't gonna give you twenty million dollars. I don't give a damn how long. Listen, I don't care if you from the Bayou. You ain't catching nobody slipping in Cleveland. They'd be like, I live with crocodiles outside my door. I ain't coming here. What I'm coming here for? What's here for me? Yeah, well, that's why Scotty was so mad. His probably wife's still mad to this day because he still didn't even matter if they got that contract in Cleveland. So Scotty, shut the fuck up. Well. We seen what happened when Joel wasn't playing. He went, nah, I don't want to play because I'm only going to pay $2 million. I'm the best person on the team. Right. <laughs> but, right. um, what you say? I said, which is right, but he just executed his plan the wrong way. Nah, I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand how he would feel. And I mean, Listen, but back then, people didn't have the opportunity to fight their contract like they do now. Right. Hey, Jordan said, if you average my, my career salary, I only made $4 million a year. So I don't know what the fuck y'all And I'm about. sure too. But at the same time, it's different. It's different times. You can stream shit. You can watch it right. on cable. You can, uh, right. you can do every. So that's going to monetarily increase people's income. Prices times change. Stadiums are better. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you're talking about long contracts with bad numbers. Now Probably. imagine Scotty had a long contract with bad numbers. That's all oh I'm yeah, saying. no, Scotty definitely did. I'm not, and I'm not saying Jordan didn't either, but I'm no, saying he definitely, he definitely had off-court opportunities. I'm right, saying, imagine saying. Jordan though, in the era now, only getting four million a year. You wouldn't hear that, right? Hmm? You just wouldn't hear that. That's because of collective bargaining agreements and two lockouts all later. of that it's because of all at uh, the increase in in the revenue in the, the revenues increase right it's all increased so you have to reflect the players pay as to such they no, didn't have that back then it was only no, listen a lot of highlights magic johnson was getting magic johnson wasn't getting shit. <laughs> a lot of highlights from jordan was uploaded from vhs is all i'm saying all of them were uploaded from vhs You see what I'm getting at? No, I get what you're saying. I'm not. We're talking about numbers. I'm just talking about the actual contract. And the only reason yeah, you said, you said kept bad contracts is because they knew who Jordan was. They was like, I ain't getting rid of it. You better not tape over that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if the baby was about to be born. You better not tape over that motherfucking Jordan <laughs> tape. No, I had all of them, and I had, but I also had the uh, the, the NBA inside stuff tapes. Uh-huh. I had uh, the. Uh, the all, all the awesome. My brother had the opposite. Had I was the football. I was. No, I had all the tapes, bro. I was sitting there watching. I had I had Carl Malone highlight tapes, bro. I, I had Carl Malone highlight tapes. I think that was. Run I had Run TMC highlight tapes, bro. The ones you buy from the store. <laughs> like with both the niggas on that shit, I had them. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, that's just me as far as that because I was definitely watching them shits. As a kid. But we finna wrap it up though. We had two oh eight. Um like I said, no questions tonight. Uh just give me y'all's hit the showers and we'll wrap it up. Um like I said, I believe last episode, I don't know Malcolm if you was here. We'll probably only have next week and probably no it the the week after would be the last one if we have that. Tell me, we're not gonna talk about the draft tomorrow? 
Yeah, but we was going to do that on the next, yeah, next Wednesday. Week. Oh, yeah, okay. next right. Wednesday show. To recap right. it. I thought y'all was going to have draft predictions and shit. Yeah, so, no, that's what we'll we was going to get into all that too. Baby. Y'all got into the Cleveland versus damn Chicago shit. I, I've been, I was like, hey, we might as well stop. We, hey, I said we go. Y'all started that at about but we've been, we've 19. Been, but it's okay, though, because we've been through draft predictions on the past two shows that we had on Wednesday, and they haven't changed. I think they did change. Both y'all niggas to a arm wrestle match, nigga. <laughs> you said what? Shit off y'all niggas, man. Aaron pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad about what? What he mad about? Look at him, Clint. Look at Aaron. Look at him. Nigga, <laughs> what you gonna do? I'll virtually arm wrestle your motherfucking ass. I'll mail my hand down to Atlanta just so I could slap <laughs> that motherfucker on the desk. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> The fuck, my hand don't need no arm, and I'll beat you in that arm wrestling. <laughs> my hand don't need no arm. I've been hitting these prison push-ups, boy. It'll right. be like the Adams family. Just crawl up and be like, right. bang, and right. then right. crawl back out to the post office and hop in the mailbox to get right. shit back to my hand. I, I hope I hope you're in that great of shape. I wish you are, and I hope you're in that great of shape. I would uh, flex on you one time, but this is a no-flex zone, said a word to uh, Ray Schremer. Do any of y'all got anything to take us out? Man, draft night tomorrow. Like I said, Evan Mobley, welcome to Cleveland. Hopefully you bring the change that's needed. Uh, Team USA, USA, get your shit together. Men's basketball, that is. Evan Mobley's dropping down to five. Dropping down to five? If the Rockets don't get him. I think the Rockets got the pick before us. I think the Rockets get him. If the Rockets don't get him, he drops down to five. If the Rockets get Jalen Green, I guess I could see why CBS and Barstool, or was it Barstool? Bleacher are saying Evan, because if, if the first, of course, Kate Cunningham, we assume that goes to Detroit, unless Detroit trades away that pick regardless Cade's going first we know that second goes to the Rockets who I've always said needs a big man before they need anything else which makes sense for them to go with Evan Mobley but if for some reason they choose to go with uh, Jalen Green at the two because I have seen that as well I honestly think the Cavaliers should go with Suggs at the three and bypass that Mobley pick. But I can understand why the uh, analysts are saying Mobley first because that's the more talented selection. But that fit doesn't match our team unless you're going to make him a four and he's like a Kevin Durant-style player. And he's not... Yeah, he's not that. Jared Allen will be your backup. I could see that. I mean, I could see that, and that that would make sense. But I think uh, I think at the moment Garland needs more help at the guard position, especially if you're looking at shopping away Colin Sexton. So why mm. not give him an oversized point guard that could potentially play both positions? He's already six night. four. There's a possibility he could grow even more, right? So why not take the 6'4 guard when you know that your point guard's currently only 6'1? 
right over the center that you already have a pretty good center in the league you got a couple of them it's cleveland they still got a uh, uh baldwin on the bench from duke mm. and i didn't <laughs> mind him he's still young he's green but i mean he could develop there's no point in going for more centers, and that's what you've been shopping around and getting rid of. You had JaVale McGee, so now you want another center? This is a young talent. Doesn't make sense to me. I don't think I see him going there. That's the only thing I can say. But um, I will just kick it off myself just so we can wrap it up. My hit the showers this evening is going to... I didn't even pick one, I think. Nah, no, no, nobody has. Um, I'm just give it to Team USA all around. Yeah. All around. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna single anybody out because I don't think anybody deserves to be singled out. I think it's just the all around team in general. And and not only the U Team USA, but my hit the showers also goes out to all the players that could have been on it that refused to. Mm-hmm. Steph, agree. LeBron, all y'all. I don't care how important y'all's next season was to y'all. There's no reason to leave y'all brothers in arms out to to dry like that. So y'all hit the showers too. Matter of fact, y'all hit the showers first. <laughs> No, they gotta hit the shower second. They get they get the get the one with all the lint and shit. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get the cold water. Let them I guess that would be right. nice. Hit the shower second. Ice shower, yeah. Um I'm gonna give mine I'm I'm gonna single out Pop. Because I kinda feel like he's doing that 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 Coach Paul Bryant shit where he just kinda come to practice with a newspaper, kinda sits in the chair and goes, Oh, okay. So y'all 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 run y'all run the game. But what do you do Perfect. if nobody listens? You do something. He's Coach too K old. Well, all right. Well, look. You know, you got like Coach K is that much older, or that much younger than Popovich. Right. They're around the right. same age. Are they're around they? The same age. Yeah, they're around the same age. Coach K started coaching. By what, like six, seven years. Coach K started coaching in the eighties. Yeah, Coach K been around for. He had a couple of years where they thought they was gonna fire him before he actually got good. Mm-hmm. Mm. All I'm saying is that. You know, if I got a point of fear of somebody right now, man, if I got all the pieces, you know, it's like chess. We got the same, we got the same pieces, but you ain't moving them right. So uh, y'all all got rooks. That's the difference. That's the difference. Is USA don't got all the proper pieces to assemble a complete chessboard, i.e., basketball team. Hey, well, let, let let me have my hit the showers, goddammit. I'm, I'm sorry. My pop, goddammit. Pop, hit the showers, nigga. I don't give a fuck what Cliff's Hit him, pop. Just, <laughs> in the shower. just right. hit him very gently, and I hope you have, like, one of them metal no, bars no. in there. Turn the heat all the way up and burn this nigga's skin, or Damn. turn all the way down and give him the money the next day. Pop, hit the showers and get a back rub from your wife. You know how you can't wash your oh, back. Oh, time out. Oh, oh, time out. I didn't, I didn't wife, told you a couple episodes ago his ago. wife passed away of cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Remember, that's why I told you, I think. Get your side, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I do remember you saying that. That's well, why I think Damn, he ain't cool. got nobody to rub his back anymore. You got That's side, bitch. Pop, call Robert Kraft. He'll take care of you. He said, fuck. Fuck them sorry ass players. I I'm just here to read my newspaper. 
I'm in, I'm in uh-huh. Japan trying to get my dick sucked. That's all I'm trying to do. Right. Love well, me long time. <laughs> Love me long time. All right. Well, you know, that's I'm, I'm saying pop because somebody got to bring them together. If there's no real leader on the team, you're a coach. You're no, actually. I agree. I do agree leader. there. Do something. And uh, God bless pop. God bless him. He's a great coach. It's just, you know, you're not really showing your capabilities right now. Uh-huh. Um, what else we got to do? No, 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 I, no question I, this evening. I agree. I agree with y'all for mine. All of the above. Hit the showers. Okay, that's it. If that's you were a team, you were saying you got a ball in your hand and you're a male. You need to tighten up. I Shout out to all the females out there. All the females out there to keep doing y'all thing. Keep doing y'all's thing. Liz, Liz Cambridge. I'm watching you, girl. No, I'm watching. Uh, what's her name? Brianna Beckett. Hey. I think that's her name. We all got we all got one. I mean, of course, Asia Williams is going to do her thing, but I think it's Brianna Beckett. She's the one that's been impressing me. I'm like, you mean Brianna Stewart? You said Brianna Beckett? Is it Brianna Stewart? St- it was a white white girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, Brianna Stewart. Boy. Then, that's, then that's who I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Liz Cambridge for none of those reasons. But yeah, yeah that's who I'm talking about. Then Brianna Stewart. That might be uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. She went to Oregon, I think, in college, and she I don't remember who she played for, but yeah. She's, yeah, she yeah. the one. But yeah, do y'all got anything to take us out with? Man, love everybody. Love everybody. Shit. Don't waste your opportunities, man. You only sometimes right. you only get one. America. One chance to blow. And I listen. Forget, I, forget, I don't maybe do eight miles, bitch. I forgot the lyrics real quick. Well, I was right. To <laughs> you only get one shot. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> bling, bling. That's, that's funny. We, we, talk, we talked about Cheddar Bob earlier. Right. You stupid. <laughs> Don't shoot yourself, everybody. Listen, don't <laughs> right, shoot yourself true. and blow on them dice before you roll them. You may end up in Chicago. We'll see you next time, motherfuckers. Be good or be good at it. We on to the next one. Thank you.